Hello there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is part of the Galaxy Star Wars podcast. I'm your local scruffy-looking air freighter hunter. And as always, I'm joined by Jedi Master Alex. I opened up the wrong notes. That's good. Because I forgot that we made a new one. That's a good start to this Where, podcast. There it is. Because we got news. Not a lot, Ooh, but we got some. Just a little bit. Yeah, some speculation and some just general overall news. So this week we're going to be talking about Mace Windu, Jedi of the Republic. But before we get to that, we've got some news to talk about. Alex, you're the Lego man. You want to hit us up with some Lego news? Yes! Lego revealed a, a Republic gunship for their UCS Ultimate Collector Series, uh, which comes with Mace Windu and just a generic uh, Phase 1 yellow clone trooper looks commander. Like Cody, but it isn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, it comes <laughs> out on August tried. 1st, and people are pissed. I can imagine so. Yeah, so firstly, uh, the box has the Imperial icon instead of the Republic one. So people are like, for being a multi-billion dollar company, how do you mess up something as simple as that? And and they were basically like, we're sorry, but accidents happen. It's like, yeah, but you're Lego. Dude, there's a Star Wars. You're a billion dollar company. All you have to do is Google the logo. There's a Star Wars Black Series figure that has the wrong name on it, and they never corrected it. They just didn't even say anything. Oh, you mean Luke Squawkware? No. (laughs) Well, that one too. But the red guy I have at the office... Is, is on the box, it's Kanar Jax, but it's actually it's not him. Mm-hmm. It's someone else. Kanar Jax is actually the bad guy in the story. The one they give you is the good guy. <laughs> so it's like, why would you give a... What? I don't know what's going on. So. Yeah, they, they just don't know what's going on. And also, uh, this clone trooper commander is not what people wanted when they... Because they held a vote for this set last year. It was yeah. like this and two other sets, and this one and out. said one of the YouTubers pushed it. Yeah, one of the YouTubers who was in the LEGO Ambassador Network, who's now not in the LEGO Ambassador he, Network anymore because he's too real about LEGO. And they were like, stop trash-talking us all the time. He's like, well, get good. And they were like, all right, you know well, what? You're they removed. sponsor you. They're like, hey, man, we trust you to not shit on us and well, we give you product. But also, he's like, I, I want to be I prefer to watch somebody exactly. who's going to shit on them because yeah. I agree. When yeah. they when they put out Anakin Starfighter and they reuse the duel on Mustafar Anakin where he's got all the holes and stuff in his mm-hmm. getup, I'm like, you guys literally already have this version of Anakin. It's yeah. like just give us the right one. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so everyone that voted for this pretty much said they wanted Mace Windu and a Phase Two Commander Cody. The phase Two because we've never had a Phase Two version of Commander Cody except for the fake Legos, the brick figures. Exactly, <laughs> except for the fake ones. So everybody who pretty much voted for this set said, this is what we want. And then Lego pretty much uh, dropped a statement that says, let's be real. People who watch these movies only remember a yellow clone trooper anyway. Not true. And also, it's, <laughs> not, it's not even the right clone trooper for the job. They should have given us a pilot. They, 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 they didn't give us a pilot. They gave yeah. us a commander, which makes no sense. So this set, as cool as it is and as nice it's as it cool, is. It's a cool ship. It just doesn't really vibe like with me. Also, the doors don't close all the way. That's kind of dumb. Like, you know how the doors are supposed to cover in the whole yeah. ship. They only, like, close halfway. They don't actually come all the way. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And people are like, it's so good. I'm like, it doesn't even close. You don't even I get that I can't wait for the guy who voted look. for it to do a review on it and go, why? Well, he so, talked about it. Mace Windu figures. He, he talked about it. He said, oh, from what I've seen, I actually really like it. I'm like, but the doors don't close all the way. Well, once I'm like, am I the only like, person who's like, what the fuck with this? I think he'll get it and then change his mind quickly. Be like, hey, man, this is weird. Yeah, I mean, so I love Lego. And obviously, from the amount of Lego that I have, you know. Uh, you've been uh, getting me into Lego again. Yeah. I got you into Black Series. You got me into Lego. I don't know which is more expensive. Lego. Well, just for the one piece I got, but if you add yeah. up all the stuff you got, it equals what I yeah, just spent on it costs on this, one of so. these. <laughs> but that's the thing about these Lego sets. There's like another ten of them that I want. I know. That all cost Black the same amount kind of capped out or until more. Kenobi's come out. Exactly. <laughs> and even then, I only really probably want one figure as far as I know right 
Well, yeah, because you just want base Kenobi. We'll see. Yeah, maybe if there's a Clone Wars Anakin we'll again or some shit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Lego, if you're listening, do better because you, you know you're listening, you should Lego. be doing better. <laughs> you just should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, I'm going to skip over the first, the second one and go over to the Funko one, because it's just real quick. Funko announced that they're doing an Array figure, uh, another one, and the Rebels Imperial Super Commando uh, from, from, from their virtual SummerCon. Uh, Amazon is getting the Ray one. It goes in line with their Qui-Gon one and their Obi-Wan Kenobi one, where they have like the, uh, the brown basin. Yeah. It's just Ray from, I think, Seven. She's got like the stick. Okay. So it's not even her, but like the It's not even the cool it. one. Nah. Yeah, I got you. And then uh, the Super Commando's from Rebels, and he is uh, going to GameStop. It's I think it's like supposed to be Sabine's brother, but like the guy that's not Sabine's brother, like the guy next to him. When they pull up and they're like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, hey. It's supposed to be like Tristan, hey, but hey. it's not. Yeah, I got you. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, but look, whatever. Good. Funko always puts out decent quality kind of over products, pops exactly. at this point. I picked up uh, King Shark because I love King Shark, and it's like one of the only like bits of merch they have right now. Mm-hmm. And it was only like 10 bucks. But, uh, you know, Funko, it's been, I've been coming down since The like last pop I got was the Ben Solo doing the... Uh, yeah, because I got you that uh, one. Like, because, yeah, because you got it for me. And he's also the meme. I'm like not the, even, yeah, I don't <laughs> even go out of my way to like look for the... And yeah. If I see them, I'm like, cool. I was actually really into the Arkham games like a few months ago. Yeah. And I saw a Batman Arkham pop, and I was like, oh, I should buy this. I was like, wait a minute, this is a pop. I don't want this. I have so many pops on <laughs> a shelf, and I don't Arkham know what to do with pick them. Pick up the, uh, the, um, the McFarlane Multiverse ones. I got the Arkham Knight and the Arkham City one. Fire. I'm just not going to do that. I'm only 20 bucks. <laughs> I, just, I should just stop buying toys, honestly. <laughs> I have to be very selective with the things I buy going forward, because I've been very foolish well, with the With the fig- with the, um, the McFarlane figures, I've only been buying the Batmans and the ones that build the Batmans. But when they released the Suicide Squad series, I know we're talking about Funko now, we're not. Uh, when they released the Suicide Squad series, they were building King Shark, and I was like, oh, I have to get King Shark. And then I was doing some research, and it turns out that Walmart announced a full King Shark toy for 40 instead of me spending 80 mm. And I was able to get a pre-order on that last minute. Yeah. So now I don't have to spend 80 bucks and get toys I don't want, I can just get one King Shark. Yeah, I just have to yeah. stop spending, because lately everything has been like, oh, I want that, and I buy it. Yeah. Well, it, if you have the money and you want something, you buy it. It's been very problematic. It's a good mentality for your mental health. It's been where it's like, I want very this. problematic. It's yeah, but also on the back half, my mental health's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, my mental health never does that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I all have the conscious of All of your money has been me. spent on plastic and digital goods that have no tangible value. I'm like, leave me alone, yeah. brain. My mom will go, yeah, and you spent 400 on Legos. I'm like, yeah, but fuck you. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, well, that is what it is. It's Lego, something I wanted. Legos are different. Yeah, well, no, Legos not. are different. <laughs> they're not. They're, they're cool I actually had to make space for that, but it yeah. looks dumb. I mean, I mean, I'm kind of at a point where I'm only going to buy like the really cheap sets or the yeah. really expensive ones. The ones yeah. in the middle that are like a hundred dollars. I'm like, well, no. except for the Bad Batch, um, the shuttle. Yeah, because we bought that like months ago. Yeah, I got the Bad Batch coming in. And then I want to get Bro Thor and Captain America, and that's it for Legos for the foreseeable future. I mean, with Until hindsight, drop crazy. I probably would have not bought the Bad Bat shuttle at this point because yeah. well, you one, have. no Omega. Which when I weird. bought the shuttle, I had not really known how big Omega was going to be yet. Yeah, you thought she was going to be like in two episodes. Yeah, I thought she might be like a character that they drop off after yeah. a couple episodes. That just means they're going to give us another set with. Regular crosshair and Omega. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, there's also not enough space for when an Omega Lego finally does come out in the ship for her. So. You put her in the gun seat. That's she gets cool. in the show. She doesn't fit. She's there is no gunner seat. Big. There's no gunner seat. There's no gun section? No. Bruh. There is enough room for uh, two guys in the cockpit yeah. and two guys literally sitting foot to foot in the middle of the ship. Oh, that's stinky. That's all there is. Big stinky. Yeah, not cool. 
I don't even know if Gonky can fit on the ship. Gonky has to. He's the G. I might put him in my cantina. I'm putting all of them in the cantina. I'm going to have the ship parked somewhere, but I'm going to have all the guys chilling in the cantina. I can't even build my ship yet. I have nowhere. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just, it's just going to sit in the box until I have room. Yeah, you're just going to open up all the minifigs and go cantina Not even going to, not even going to I have the bootleg, um, uh, Bad Batch figures and I got some for you and they're just chilling. I have them yeah, investigating a Tuscan Raider. I don't I like, like just I don't out. like for the sets that have more than five bags to open any of the bags just to pull some stuff out. These ones had two bags to get the mini things out. Yeah, the yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, but like for the cantina, if I want to start ripping bags, bags open, yeah, to if get those guys numbered out, bags and some of them extra numbers. Uh, I'd be too worried that things were gonna fall out and get all mixed up. Yeah, that's the big stinky. But that's enough about us talking yeah. about our sick plastic obsession. <laughs> let's, let's hop back into Star Wars news. So, with Marvel's October comic solicitations leaking out slowly throughout the week, we got our first glimpse of the Star Wars books releasing. Aside from the usual ongoing titles, War of the Bounty Hunters promises an explosive conclusion, and we will finally receive our first High Republic spinoff miniseries titled Trail of Shadow. Is it Trail or is it Trial? I wrote down that Trail, but it might be Trial. That says Trail. But it so. might be Trial. Uh, that one's going to be written by Daniel Jose Older with art from Dan Watcher. Uh, we finished, I think I bought the first six issues for both of us of uh, I read three. High Republic. The first five is actually the first story. After that, it jumps to a second story. So we just got to read the first five and then talk about it at some point. Okay. I, yeah, actually, I read the first three, yeah. and I wasn't, like, on board, per se. I reread the first three, or the first two, and then I read three, four, and five. It's not bad. I actually liked it more than I thought I would. Like, the first issue was okay. Mm-hmm. The second issue was a little boring. Three was fine, and then four and five were like, here's the meat, get some potatoes. You know, it was getting better. Yeah. And then, from what I've been reading up on it, it's getting really good with some of the new stuff. I mean, that's the problem, though. It's like so much of this High Republic stuff is going into novels. It's novels not, it's not like, coming out in like this a... This is the first spinoff book besides High Republic Adventures, which is the kids' book. I, I know, but it's not coming out in like a visual format. Obviously, no. comic book, but, yeah. I, but you still got to wait a month and every time in between. Well, we're still waiting to see what Acolyte is actually supposed to be about. To my knowledge, to what they said, it's supposed to be the rise of the Sith in the High Republic timeline, which is the show for Acolyte. Yeah, they said but it's... There's no real they confirmation. They said it's 100 years before uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Which places it, I think, 400 years after what we're reading now, right? So the only character that's really going to carry through, as far as we can tell, is probably going to be, like, Yoda. And then any of the alien guys. Yeah, any alien that lives over there. Like, the human ones might not live too long. Except for maybe Avar But they were pushing this, you know, and I saw Yoda. I was excited to read things about Yoda. He's just in the background. He's he's just (laughs) there sometimes. And he's still already, like, 500 years old. I'm like, I just want to see Yoda. I don't care about your Jedi... Ruth Chris Steakhouse, you know, yeah. who who's going to be dead by the time that mm-hmm. the Phantom Menace happens anyway. Well, they're trying to build another set. Uh, rumor has it that Taika is doing a higher public. If he doesn't do Old Republic, he's doing a higher public movie or trilogy. They need something visual that's going to get me on board. Which is what the comics are kind of doing, but, but we only I'm had not on board. Two. We had one and a half, I would say, because the kid's book is just like mini stories. I, I personally think that their main Jedi Knight character has the Ahsoka problem. Or she's like got she's ju- going on she's for now. young and annoying, yeah. And we don't have much of a character for her yet, mm-hmm. you know. If we'll ever even get that far, because Ahsoka, Dave Filoni was like, "I'm making this happen. Whether yeah. or not you guys like it, this is my girl. And she she's didn't my even Jedi. Like, get I'm big it until season four is when she like started becoming a real character. Dude, she became a real character like when Rebels came out. Let's be real. <laughs> that's I mean that's fair. I mean I mean come <laughs> on, like I, I really didn't care much about Ahsoka even. 
while I was watching Clone Wars back then. It wasn't until I watched Rebels and I saw her interact, you know, with... I don't want to spoil it in case you guys haven't gotten there yet. Because, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, maybe. We got to the Vader stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. When she interacts with Vader again, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe there's some merit to this character. And then I went back and watched yeah, it. We're on the back her. half of season three. Okay. So, uh, this character Sabine that they're trying the to get us in on, I'm, I'm just not... I think my problem is, is I played uh, Knights of the Old Republic too, mm-hmm. so I really just want Old Republic content. Yeah, you want to see not Revan. High Republic. You want to see? I want to see uh, the creation H7. of these yeah. things. You know, I want to see really old stuff, not like mm-hmm. oh, here's 500 years ago stuff that we've never even mentioned yeah. before, but now it's a thing. When we covered the God, Dawn of the Jedi, you were good. real into it. We got to get back to that. I, I like that Prisoner a lot. of Bogon is supposed to be fire, but it's because it also had elements of. The yeah, old Republic. Because it was, because they already I was, had I was that like, business. all right, they're they playing with each other. Yeah. That's having fun, right? Yeah. It's like, High Republic, it's very much like, we have our big space station. And that's it. It's and called the Citadel. I that's think. what's happening. Yeah. It's like, where's the Citadel a hundred years, 500 years from up. now? Well, It'll wait. probably blow up. <laughs> and then nobody will care anymore. Because we have to wait to see what's coming next. That's yeah. the problem with the High Republic stuff. Because it's brand new content. Even with the Old Republic was brand new at the time, but that was in a video game. Before it became into comics and the visual media. I want to be on so. board, but when all the TV shows and things are coming out, and they're all taking place after, after Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> after and, and, and after <laughs> 6, it's like, I don't care about the High Republic. Yeah, that's why we need Acolyte to come out sooner and, rather than later, but they're pushing it back as like one of the latest things. Especially if they're doing an Inquisitor show, which is mm-hmm. some of the rumors, which we'll get to later. But like... I'm one of those people they're gonna be the same. that when I read a novel, and that's also what's putting me off from even reading the High Republic novels, I have a really hard time visualizing oh, everything that I they're can, trying to like yeah. tell me. That's why I like taking in comics, because yeah. even sometimes panels and wording is a little stuff. weird, yeah. but I'm still seeing it. Yeah, right? That's why, that's why I like watching like, shows, yeah. because I'm literally watching it happen in front of me. When I'm reading, you know, there are times where I'll read something, and I'll be like, okay, that was cool. And then someone else will be talking to me about it, and they'll be like, but this happened, and this happened, and this happened. I'm like, did we read the same thing? I'm reading, uh, <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only two chapters into, where did I put it? Oh, there it is. Master and Apprentice with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. And I was having a good time visualizing what was going on. Mm-hmm. The opening scene is Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon escaping a hut's lair after being uh, ambushed. I mean, that's it's also, a cool scene. That's also, you know, on the part chapter of the two author, is about some pirates. And right, whatever. and how it's written. And it's Claudia Gray. Yeah, I think I'm just not in that mindset right now like yeah i want to sit down and read the high republic especially because i didn't like the comics that i saw mm-hmm. i'm like well if this is kind of what it's going to be about and what it's going to be like just in yeah. all text form mm-hmm. i don't really think it's when i was told by me. anthony who's read the uh light of the jedi that's the first novel he said the light of the jedi is really really good so if you have the opportunity i mean you I, I mean I'm, I'm, we're gonna read them at some yeah, we gotta read them at some point it, but those are like always. You know, I, I want to be lines. able to say that I know what the stories are. Because, yeah. like, what kind of person am I to sit here and go, the High Republic fucking blows but when I've only read ever read, like, the first three comic issues? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this just isn't for me. Yeah, that's why I'm waiting for the long con stuff. Because they said they haven't planned out. So I believe in Marvel and I believe in Disney. Dude, dude I saw the whiteboard video they made where they were like, look, it's a room full of people writing down ideas. <laughs> that's already more than we had for the sequel trilogy. That's facts, though. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we learned from our mistakes. So, they're like, for like a year or two before. Before we even like started putting this together, we were planning it out. I'm like, what a concept. <laughs> wow, look at you go. <laughs> and, it's, and it's still not fantastic <laughs> from what I've read. Yeah. I keep bashing on it, but I, I haven't read all yeah. that much of we'll it. We'll get yet. more into it. Yeah. Uh, so, Fast and Furious actor Sung Kang, who plays Han, will be joining Disney Plus's Kenobi show as a yet unannounced character. Some speculate he'll be playing a pod racer from Tatooine because Fast and the Furious. Yep. But during an interview, he stated he was on set with Darth Vader, like on set in a scene with Darth Vader. So I, others point him playing an Inquisitor. I watched that interview. Did he you? does not say 
at any point God. that he is on set with Darth I Vader. I didn't watch the interview. He I goes, read the articles. He goes, you know, <laughs> it's so cool, you know, being on the set, right? You see Stormtroopers and, and the people are doing your makeup, right? And they're telling you what they love about Star Wars. He's like, you know, you walk around and you see Darth Vader, right? And that's cool. I'm like, so he never, he crafting. never said, I filmed scenes with Darth Vader. He just Vader. said he saw Darth Vader. Dude, as far as we know, whoever is playing Darth Vader was just walking with a cup of coffee. <laughs> and he's like, Yo, that's Darth Vader with a cup of coffee. That's, that, fat. that's fat. That's like sick. That's awesome, man. That's like Jon Snow with coffee. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> So, no, so I, I don't okay. I, I don't watch the video. I just read the articles. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, um, and, and from what I've seen rewatching Rebels lately, I have a hard time buying that this is going to be the fifth brother. Yeah, no, because I he, don't think that he, he was being fits speculated that as to be the fifth brother. The Inquisitor as, as a whole have been rumored to have a show uh, to show up and also receive their own spinoff show, whether it be live action or animation, still up in the thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know who he could be. Uh, I like the idea of a pod racer from Tatooine because that very much plays into the Fast and the Furious yeah, joke. And it's fun. But then Vin Diesel has to show up and talk about how family. his family has been like enslaved by the Huts or something. <laughs> It'd be fire. <laughs> that would be fun. Dude, you imagine if they just made an entire episode have Vin and Diesel. the entire Fast and the Furious crew, crew shows yeah. up and they just talk about being a Tatooine family. Dude, Disney's got Vin Diesel on lock and he loves playing Groot so much. He loves Disney. He will easily show up if they ask him to. Did he you, might cost money, but he'll show up. Did you know he does the Spanish voice? Over for he does all too. of them. Oh, does he do he, all of he them? He does every single. He's learned. I think he said he had to learn seventeen languages, but it's all just to say I am Groot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yo soy Groot. Yo, me amo Groot. Yeah, yo soy Groot. Yeah, yeah. That it was, was cool. It was, was Jimmy Fallon. Spanish, was like them. Russian, and they're like a Groot. Yeah, like, okay. And the <laughs> Mandarin one, it was it was cool to see Vin Diesel actually going harder because he's one of those guys that just likes to do what he does. Yeah, you know, that's why he loves. Uh, Fast and Furious so much. He actually has D and D sheets for the characters from he, Fast and he'd Furious. He'd be a great Darth Vader. <laughs> family, my family <laughs> was taken from me. That's what's up. And uh, last but not least, um, a report from Cinelinks. Yeah, it's some website. Yeah. Also rumored that child actress Vivian Blair has been cast as young Princess Leia in the Kenobi show. What do you got on that? Because I know you wrote that one. Yeah, that's pretty much it right now. I mean, what's your speculation? Uh, I didn't want to spoil what we were... Uh, what you're, I didn't want to steal yeah, your idea. So the whole thing is, right, it's this little girl, uh, she was cast... We don't even know if she is Leia, She's but... Little, obviously, little if you're casting a little girl, people are going to immediately Especially jump to Leia. Especially if it's a little white girl with brown hair. Yeah, people are going <laughs> to... I think she's blonde. But people are going to immediately jump to uh, Leia... Uh, which makes sense, right? Because it, it takes place would, around that time. You would She'd think be about that maybe there's going to be a pull to get Obi Wan off the planet. Yeah, my theory was. And, and I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm not the only one with this psycho brain because I watched the Star <laughs> Wars theory interview. Or, uh, they did Rule of Two. Yeah. Or no, uh, Nerd Theory. That's yeah. what they did, and they talked about. It. And you know what? They said the exact same thing that Mace, I said. Yeah. That Mace Windu is going to show up. He's going to steal Princess Leia with the with the goal of training her to ultimately kill Anakin. And I, I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's on this, like, taken thought, right? <laughs> and they literally also brought up Liam Neeson coming in and doing the taken thing. With Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, like, Obi-Wan, you have to Yeah, he'll be like, you, you have, have to go, you have to go and, and save her now, right? Like, she's been <laughs> taken by someone you once thought an ally. Like, missing a hand. I've given you a particular set of skills, now you have to go and use it to <laughs> save the child. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be really sad. Because we've been speculating Mace Windu is going to come back. Yeah. And I honestly think that... Also I, quite <laughs> uh, imagine how Mace Windu would react if he found out 
Obi- Darth Vader had kids. Darth Vader had kids. And Obi-Wan's okay with it. <laughs> and, and Obi-Wan is not only not training these kids now yeah. to try and make a difference in the galaxy, but he's letting them just do and he's just whatever. <laughs> and he's just hiding out afraid. I think Mace Windu would be the kind of guy who, like, you are failing everything yeah, that we stand up. for yeah. as the Jedi. You are literally supposed to be out there fighting for what's right, and you're hanging out on a sand planet making tea, watching a little boy do nothing all Legit. day. Like, that's what you're doing. It's like Luke so, on Bantu. Is it Bantu? Not on Bantu. Oh, my God. Where does he go... What's that little island he's on? Uh, Octu. Octu. Yeah, that's close. It's like when Luke goes to Octu, it's like instead of trying to fight Kylo, you just go cry in a cave and that, drink tea dude, milk. That's what we all said. We were like, what is he doing? Why isn't he doing anything? <laughs> it was okay. Like in, in episode seven, it's like, oh, he's hiding out. That's fine. But then when you see episode and you see him show up, mm-hmm. and then you watch episode eight and you're like, so what? He's hiding out not to like train, but to just be a coward? That's lame. So I am. I'm very much happy uh, that other people, that other people thinking. are thinking the exact same shit as me. It makes sense. And when you told me that, and I was it's like, not just my bad. brain going insane. Because I'm like, how do you make a show about Obi Wan hanging out on Tatooine? You can't. Like that. I feel like there's. We people, know there's going to be flashbacks. Right? Like for so. me, it, you could literally just have him sitting in his hut yeah. drinking tea for 40 minutes, and I'd be like, that's the best show because <laughs> I just love Obi Wan. He could literally be doing nothing at yeah. all. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about but it last week. Everybody uh, else needs a draw. There's been some plot leaks. Apparently, some script leaks with I've not, Anakin and Obi Wan. Um, oh, the Clone flashbacks. Wars. Yeah, the, the flashbacks. Clone Wars flashbacks. Yeah. So hopefully that's true. So I would love to see Hayden and uh, Ewan wearing the Clone Wars armor. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we were speculating that before because we were like, if you're going to put Hayden in, back, yeah, like, like you could get a guy in a suit, any dude, exactly. and stick him in a Darth Vader. They did that suit. originally. Uh, but I, I was saying like, if they're going to bring Hayden in and not do flashbacks, then that means they're going to do him up in the burnt boy makeup. Yeah, and then just like, and, take and they're just going to show you him sometimes. Yeah, yeah. but it makes but, sense when they said that. I mean. To have a live action rendition of those Clone Wars outfits, even if they look goofy as sin, yeah. I'm very excited for that. You know what you thing. can do? Ahsoka again, whether it be Good. Rosario Dawson or they get a younger actress well, to do it. Well, that's what people were sick. saying because you can't bring in Rosario Dawson they to play Ahsoka. De-ager. they did it to Mark Hamill. Yeah, they de-aged his face when he was Luke. Okay, well, Ahsoka is 15 in the Clone Wars. De-age. Luke is like. Almost 30, I would say, at the time of The Mandalorian. Iron Man 3, they de-aged Tony to be 19. Yeah, and it looks so weird. (laughs) But he's not an alien. There's orange makeup alien, Tarangutan, the help. They just get a cast of different actress. Uh, Yeah, there's been a lot of... People have thrown around a lot of actresses that I've seen, and I'm like, oh yeah, she she would look really good as a young Ahsoka. No. Okay. I think Catherine Newton will be good. Because they're they're either actresses from things I've never seen, or they're nobody actresses. Which is still fine. Nobody actresses are good. You You have them come in and do stuff. By the way, I hate the people who are like, you can't hire a black woman to play Ahsoka. She's orange. I'm like, why? She's fucking orange. I'm like, why can't you hire a black woman to play Ahsoka? Please please explain to me why. Because <laughs> there are people who are mad that Rosario... white. Yeah, there are people who are mad that Rosario Dawson played Ahsoka. They're like, she doesn't even look like Ahsoka. I'm like, she does. you don't know what Ahsoka looks like when she's in like her mid-40s, yeah, five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, Even when you see her in Rebels, she looks pretty old, comparatively. And that's only like 10 years later. 15. These people but, are um, cracked out. Dude. With, uh, what is it? Um... Ashley Eckstein, is that her name? Ashley Eckstein, yeah. They she, wanted her to play Ahsoka. She's I'm white. like, I'm like, she just looks like a valley white girl. Yeah. I'm and, like, and her voice is a valley white girl, which is why people were like, oh man, it can't be Rosario. I'm like, it'd be whoever the fuck they cast. She's I'm like, orange. I'm like, I get it, you want to keep the voice. I'm yeah. like, but it's not like Hayden and Ewan have been voicing uh, no, Obi-Wan and Anakin. Anakin doesn't Taylor. even sound the way he's supposed to, for Christ's no, sake. You know, but, but we all still roll with it and love it. Yeah, Matt Lanter's great. Man. Yeah, I think when it comes to that stuff, especially if it's an alien character, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. 
If you're one of those people who thinks that Rosario didn't do a good job as Ahsoka, then you should stop listening she to this show. She's only in one episode, which is a big stinky, but I hope she comes back for more. And obviously, we have she's to show. She's doing the Ahsoka show. I know, yeah. but I mean, like, I want her to see more of her before the Ahsoka show. I like the, the little, like, build ups. Well, lucky for you, the Ahsoka show is coming out before Mando Season 3. Really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Don't like that. I love Mando too much to not have content for him every I, year. I believe the release schedule is Book of Boba, is Book of Boba, Boba Andor, oh, yeah. and then Ahsoka, Kenobi, and then Mando 3. That's Because they haven't even talked about filming the third season of Mando 3 yet. They're like, we're going to start filming after we're done with, with Book, Book of Boba. Yeah. Like, because we know Din's showing up at and, least one And episode. it sounded the way they phrased it, because even John Favreau sounded like he didn't really know what he, he was, was talking like, about oh. when they asked him. It sounded the way he phrased it at the time, like, yeah, we're going to release Book of Boba in December and then start filming The Mandalorian. Which so means that, filming earlier than that the earliest <laughs> you could see season next three December. is going to be next December. Don't and I don't do think that that's going to happen. Because especially that. if Andor is coming <laughs> out next year, I don't think you're going to see Mandalorian. I think it's going to be fun. And I want Andor to come out, please. Yeah, we well that show's still up in the air. Yeah. We haven't heard anything from Donald Glover saying that he's been asked to come in and do it. Or Alden. Right. If you know he, Alden's gonna show up, but we don't know if he's gonna Lando, be like, it's either gonna be Billy D. Williams, which it's not gonna be him. He's too old. He's he can too be old, in it, but he's not he, gonna be like He doesn't even do a good job playing Lando anymore. Not anymore. He's <laughs> creepy he just plays like a weird old guy now. Yeah. So uh I wanna see him it's come got, back. It's but. gotta be yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Done. They said Alden's coming back for Solo for Han Solo, so we know he's going to have flashbacks at least. Yeah, and that, when they said the Kenobi show was happening, they confirmed, "Yo, Ewan McGregor, he yeah, obviously going to be Obi Wan Kenobi exactly. because he has to be." So can't get Alec Guinness. When, when they said a Lando show is happening, it's like, "Or just tell us who's playing Lando." Because there's two. And tell us that something <laughs> is happening here. Yeah, because there are shows that we just don't know right now. Rangers of the Republic. Yes, that's on hiatus. Yeah, it's not even outright canceled at this point. They're like, we're putting it on the shelf for now. I'm like, shelved. Yeah, it's like, ooh. Because it's going to be animated, and then they're going to throw in... Oh, yeah, and the, and the Patty Jenkins... Uh, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron movie. We don't know any of the casting, we just know the name. Nope, but that's supposed to come out before Season 3 of Mando that's 2. Fine, though. So, that's, a, that's another Star Wars project that's getting pushed in front of Mandalorian. Ah! I, I don't even know what Mando Season 3 is going to look like. We've talked a lot because, about this. Because, I mean, it makes sense that Book of Bubble will come next, because that's what's next on the timeline, and then Ahsoka, because we know that she's she knows about Grogu a little bit. We don't know what Mando's going to do if he's not getting Baby back, because Baby went with Luke, then Baby goes to Temple, Ben Solo destroys Temple, where's Grogu? We don't know the disconnect. There's 30 years of content mm-hmm. we don't have. Yeah, uh, so, I'm personally... I, I was never personally too hot on the whole, like, Mando and Grogu story. I thought it was cute, but, uh, I mean, we agreed when the show first started that we wanted a show about a guy who was hunting bounties. And the first episode was so good, and yeah. the other ones were like, I have baby now. And I was like, okay. And I was like, so the rest Long of the show is about baby. him learning to be a dad. Like, <laughs> learning right. to be a person because he was just in a cult. All right. It's a good thing we're getting the Boba Fett show, because that's a guy who won't have any emotional attachment until Omega rolls in. And she's like, I'm your sister, and you got to treat me good. And he's like, oh, now i got to learn how to be a nice person before I die. <laughs> and then Omega is going to take my place as the new Boba Fett. <laughs> That'd be fucking got sick. You. Telling you, man. So it's, it's ha- I already wrote the story, so it's you happening. Got it? Yeah, it, it, I literally just gave it all to you. You got it. It's happening. Uh, <laughs> get that concept armor. We should probably start talking about Mace Windu now. We should. <laughs> all, all from news. Oh, let's talk quickly about Bad Batch episode twelve because we got content updates. Rescue on Ryloth episode twelve. It's another uh, episode with Hera in it. Mm-hmm. It's the Hera show, baby. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I liked it. Seeing Hera interact with the Bad Batch and Omega again. Just proves the fact that Omega can only make Twi'lek friends, but whatever. 
I thought her mom was going to die, but they, but she didn't. I don't know what they're doing with this show it's right gonna now. It's going to be weird. we got four episodes left. I mean, they did end the episode with Crosshair going after the Batch. And he and looks like a little, like... What I have been theorizing spaghetti. is he's going to go after them, and not immediately try to man. kill them. Yeah. I think he's going to try and, like, scream at them first and have, yeah. like, an argument. Because Because they got to have some kind of, like, conversation or something. They, they never really had that. Fight. They never really had that moment of, like, yeah. oh, you betrayed me. And he was like, no, you betrayed me. Yeah. Like, we were, we were just supposed to be, yeah, you so left me on Camino. I'm expecting that try. to happen. Then I'm expecting Crosshair to fail, yeah. and then I'm expecting Darth Vader to show up and eat them because they're going to be like, well, obviously they Born can't. Inquisitor. They're going to be like, obviously a member of the Batch can't even handle the rest of them. So we need some real muscle. What if there. the Grand Inquisitor shows up because he's around during this timeline? He I don't think he's. A, I don't think he's an Inquisitor yet. Ooh, you think he's still a Jedi? So we're, well, be no, because I, I think he's like on his way to becoming the Inquisitor. He's like a I don't think that they're there yet. That's fair. If that makes sense, I think we're too early in the timeline for the Inquisitors to. They're really only be a like thing. six months out of uh, Order sixty six, from mm-hmm. what it looks like. So yeah, if, if we're even that far, we haven't yeah. been given a timeline yet. Yeah, you we know, just know that the first we, one we've been was like Order sixty six. We could be three months. Three weeks. We could be. Three weeks? We could be six days, you know? Yeah, Who the fuck knows how yeah. this is going on? I would imagine it's been, like, three months. At minimum. I, I would say at most. Fair. I don't think they've been gone all that long. Yeah, that's true. I, I think after a few months with Sid, they'd be like, all right, we're over this, right? Oh, well, yeah, that's what they're kind so of... So I, I think that that's the point like, One more job for to. Sid and we can dip. And if they do decide to do a season two, I expect to see a much larger time skip. Give us a couple years. My theory is Darth Vader is going to show up by the end of this season, though, and kill one of the bad men. Probably one... Crosshair. Ooh, you think they're going to kill? He has his. He still has to do his redemption arc. They're Either that, or they're going to kill Wrecker because, because we all really like Wrecker. And they're, they're not going to kill Hunter because he's, he's like the main character. character. He's got his. He's got his daughter. Yeah, and, or his sister. and Omega is. His and Tech, sister. Tech is too met to kill. Tech's just there. And if they kill Echo, it's nothing because they already killed him once. If they kill Echo, I'll be very disappointed because I'll be like, "Why'd you bring Echo back just and to murder him in the show?" So it's going to be Wrecker or Crosshair, but I think yeah. Crosshair has a redemption arc coming. I think the death of one of his brothers. Or Hauser would be a big turn for them. Hauser's not really his brother. I mean, they are, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So yeah, I think Re- yeah, Wrecker's probably the one to die. I think Wrecker's a safe bet to lose at the end. Just because he always loses fights. Yeah, he yeah he's always running in and being a fool, right? Like what they if can't. what if what if this is the one time that Wrecker runs in right and they're like Wrecker, this isn't the time for brute force and he's like he's this is the only you. time for brute force and then you. he runs in he does something really heroic and gives him enough time and to get away up and they look back and he explodes. And then he gets the echo treatment, and he they, comes back as a cyborg. That'd be cool. They cannot kill Wrecker. That's crazy. Ah, uh, now you're thinking about it, right? To, oh, I know that. I've been thinking. Out about of all the ones, Wrecker's definitely the one to die. But like, I always thought it was going to be Wrecker to go. It's got to be Wrecker. And that's why when they did that mid-season, like, oh, he snapped thing. I was like, oh, what's going to happen? And they're like, we'll just knock him out, and fix him. Yeah, we'll just knock his head again. Just knock him out. <laughs> Spoilers for I guess the. Uh, no, actually, we talked about that already. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, that was hard, so we talked about So, yeah, anything you got to say about Rescue on Ryloth before we move on to our mission with I liked it a lot. It was good. It was definitely really better than some of the other episodes. Oh, got. yeah. Uh, Captain uh, Hauser. Yeah. Yeah, he did He did a thing. So, the reason why I think uh, I'm agreeing with you on Crosshair's, like, kind of conversation is he didn't shoot Hauser immediately. When Hauser was like, oh, I'm a traitor, Crosshair didn't just shoot him in the head and go, all right, let's go. He's like, you'll arrest him. He's like, arrest him. I think his chip is either... Damage from the the burn. Yeah, either damage (laughs) from the burn, either that, or there might be something where the command just kind of wears off after us. Because Hauser's just chilling. And two other clones threw their their guns down. I'm not going to actually, I'm not going to give the spoiler away, but 
for our man who's in this comic, who later on gets got by (laughs) by unfortunate circumstances, (laughs) those guys seem to not give a shit until being prompted again to give a shit about Order 66. So I'm thinking maybe the chip has like a, all right, it's on and it's active and it's good. Mm -hmm. And then like a couple months go by and the order recedes. You give it again, no, it's back on. Yeah, it's it's why I had to amplify... And that, that could be something that the Kaminoans put in as a way, as a failsafe, just to keep their clones just in going case. for money. Just in case, <laughs> it might be good because it looks like the Kaminoans are like. Because what if the Kaminoans are like, we're getting dicked by the Republic are, now? Currently, Order sixty seven. You guys get They're your fucked. free will back and do whatever the, versus and, storms. and do whatever the hell you want, right? Like, <laughs> what if that's sick. it? Like, we didn't like the way that we were treated on the on the back half of this deal, so we're removing that from you. That could you explain, don't get that. That could explain Wolf and Gregor because we still don't know how they lose the chips. We're gonna assume that Rex gets rid of them. Dude, we haven't but, even seen Gregor. I know. You think you he's gonna show up in the next episode? He's gotta show up by the end of the season, or at least in season two, because we know he's alive in Rebels, uh, and he dies in Clone Wars, so what happened? Gotta bring in Gregor, man. You gotta bring Gregor, gotta be Gregor. Gregor. He's all crazy. D-Squad. Bring him in, too. Bring the little frogman in. And then they make Zeb we- the bait. <laughs> Say Zeb? Yeah. You, you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Lasats are like... Zeb's the not the movie. hunter. He's the bait! Yeah, thanks, Freddy Prince Jr. I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> we already got two Rebels. We just need... We need the Lasat Purge. With Gar Saxon, not Gar Saxon. Um, what's his name? They got the side where it's Callus. Callus. And we need Asian Callus. And we need Sabine. We need their two origins because we got Chop, Kanan, and Hera. Callus is such whole, a fucking lame. Character. Ezra's whole origin is um, Callus. His rebels. We just need uh, Zeb and Sabine. And we kind of Ka- know Sabine. Did Callus have his battle from two moment yet? Where you guys got on the spy? Yeah, we got to that part okay. where he's Fulcrum. He's the new Fulcrum. Okay, we got to that moment <laughs> where he like. Dicks over uh, Liam O'Brien's character. I'm like, I'm like, why can't you guys just like make bad guys and like commit yeah. to them being bad guys? They're like, Thrawn's a bad guy. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Let's see how him and Ezra formed a bond over those 30 years inside the Bridge Between Worlds. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> They're going to be like boys. Whatever the hell happens to them. I don't even... I, that's my biggest thing. And, and again, because you guys haven't gotten to the end of Rebels yet, I don't want to spoil what I mean, I know most happens. of the spoilers, but I don't know all of them. From what you just said to me, it doesn't even sound like you know what happened, so... Exactly. I, I'm not going to ruin it. I am really curious to see... Uh, how Ezra and Thrawn are now come the Ahsoka show. I hope they're boys. It'd be funny. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. I just want to see a live-action Thrawn because what we've seen in the show, he's a badass. He is. He's only been in like five episodes and he's only fought once, but I'm like, this guy could easily kill like everybody. Dude, in Galaxy of Heroes, he can kill Darth Vader in one hit with his karate. Kill, kill, kill! He's like, yo, dude, let me do my karate and you're dead. Uh, uh, yeah. Now on to our comic book. <laughs> so, we are talking about... Mace Windu, Jedi of the Republic, or Jedi of the Republic, Mace Windu. I forget what it's actually titled, but it's Jedi of the Republic, Mace Windu. Got it. They, I, I think I talked about it in previous episodes. They set up Jedi of the Republic like it was a, a thing, and they mm. only did one book. Because they on, they've only done five or six books in the Republic timeline. Otherwise, they've just done sequel trilogies. And, and this came out in 2017. Yeah, this is fairly Which is recent. what's really putting me off. Because it's like, why couldn't we get Caddy Mooney? Why couldn't we get Kit Fisto? Why couldn't we get Ayo like, I'm like, why were you guys making prequel comics and prequel content, and now you're not doing any prequel stuff? When you have a Kenobi show Except for out. Darth Vader. But it's not even like, Darth Vader's it's back not even prequel timeline. anymore. Yeah. yeah, we're like back on where he was. So yeah. I'm like... It's weird. It's, it, weird. it's just it's, out, it's outlandish. It doesn't make sense so to me. So Star Wars Jedi of the Republic Mace Windu is a Marvel comic miniseries written by Matt Owens and illustrated by Dennis Cohen. Uh, the comic is set shortly after the events of Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones and centers around the character of Mace Windu. The five-issue series began publication on August 2017 and concluded on December uh, 20... 
December 27th, 2017. So before we get into the meat and potatoes, uh, what did you like? What didn't you like? And would you like to see more Mace Windu? Those are the questions I shoot off to you. Uh, At first, I didn't think that this comic was anything special because of the timeline. They're like, oh, it's like... Right at the beginning of the Clone Wars, yeah. where you don't really have you any established to right anybody. Window, window. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I want out the window. Purple eye, robot no hand. hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I ultimately really did end up coming to like the story that they told, because uh, it goes kind of into that hypocrisy of the Jedi thing yeah, which that, is what we, that we always like to talk about. One. We love talking about that. I based my entire Star Wars D&D character off of this the whole idea. Oh, man, the hypocrisy <laughs> with you people, right? Yeah. So... I like that. It's yeah. just, uh, and I, I like seeing uh, how these characters interact and how they're responding to the Separatists at yeah. the beginning of the war. And I would definitely like to see more Mace Windu. That's why we talk about him every single week. <laughs> we literally talk about Mace Windu all the time. See Mace Windu come back. It's because he's one of those characters that made such an impact in the shows and the movies for doing almost nothing but just being cool. Mm-hmm. And then we just get no content from him because he's dead, but like... No, he's not. It's Samuel L. Jackson. Motherfucker's alive. Dude, Samuel L. Jackson's <laughs> been posting a lot of his Instagram about, like, boating around in, like, Italy, I think. And I'm like, this has to be a ploy for him actually being on set and filming these other Star Wars things filming, that he's in, right? Um, unless he's filming Secret Invasion with uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Could be. Really could be. It's Mace Windu. Yeah, it's, it's totally. He's, <laughs> filming, he's, 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 he's filming Windu. Windu. I mean, come on. He's filming Windu, a what, Star Wars what story. What else would he be doing? <laughs> come on. We should definitely get, like, a Mace Windu show or movie soon. What if that's Taika's project? I would love Him that. and Samuel L. Jackson are working on a Mace Windu movie. And then Samuel L. Jackson gets dubbed over with Taika's voice. <laughs> no, no. He, that's Grogu's inner thoughts. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Grogu, what's going on? Oh, I'm Grogu. I'll talk like this. This is how I sound. Uh, you might be asking why I sound like this. It was that really nice robot that I met when I was a baby. I mean, uh, 50 years old. 50 years later? He, he was uh, he was really nice to me. He took care of me like he was my dad slash mom slash robot. died. And then he exploded. And and uh, yeah. I've never quite forgotten about that voice. So what didn't you like about the Mace Windu book? Uh, Besides the slow start. Um, and a little bit of the Yoda artwork. I posted one up on uh, Instagram. Yeah. He's looking a little ketamine some, some of the artwork was a little less than satisfactory. But I, I don't think there was anything in particular I didn't like about the comic, really. Yeah. Uh, while I was reading it, I didn't go, this sucks. This is lame. No. I wish this would be over. Yeah. Uh, overall, I thought it was pretty good. It, it definitely above a mid comic. Yeah, definitely better. Definitely than, better than even a good comic. I would say it was probably <laughs> like a great comic. Because what do we really get about Mace Windu? Even Clone Wars, yeah, it's like, like it's already stuff yeah, we kind of just know, know he's about badass him. and he's like super strict because of his teachings, which we learn a little bit about here. Mm-hmm. I like learning about Mace Windu's backstory in the Mace Windu one shot that we read, which takes place I think after this or before that. I forget. Um, it's before because Qui Gon's not dead. Oh yes, you're yeah. right. <laughs> um, we see that he it shows him like building his lightsaber. And this, we get to see more of him as a kid, spoiler mm-hmm. alert. We get to see more of him as a kid, which is just super cool just to see, like, who his master was and how he was trained. And we see that he is a little bit darker, which is why he's able to have the purple lightsaber. Because in the canon, it's because he dabbles in both light and dark side. But in reality, it basically, I don't even, uh, Samuel Jackson's one of the purple knows lightsaber. what the canon reasons are anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Samuel Jackson was like, can I have a purple one? And then George was like, sure. George was like, maybe you could have purple. <laughs> and like, and I love what Mace Windu said. He's like, I just want to be able to pick myself out in the Battle of Geonosis. That's why I want a purple. <laughs> Is that one. what he said? Yeah. He goes, I want to be able to see those like wide panning shots and, and see, see the and see the purple one and know that that's me. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like, that's pretty sick. Samuel Jackson knows what's up. Plus, he also just wanted a purple light. He's like, how's Samuel Jackson going to be in Star Wars and not have a purple lightsaber? <laughs> He's like, that's just badass. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So let's get into. Oh, uh, we, we don't. Lefty loves Samuel Mace Windu. So let's get into 
the story. I broke it out. You wrote the whole thing, which I, I did. didn't realize. I and did. then I broke it up into little bits and added some commentary to it. Mm-hmm. Just for some little funsies. Yeah. You can read my commentary, because it's totally fine. I wrote it more <laughs> okay. as like a script. Alright, cool. <laughs> so yeah, um, you can start it up. Would you like me to stop after each point, or are you just going to um, talk as if, I go? If there's something I want to say, I'll stop you at the breaker, but otherwise I'll let you keep going. Alright, cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna nice. sa- I'm gonna save my personal notes by the way until we're done this time. Oh, all the way, not just for each issue. Yeah, all the way. I don't okay. I don't want to do issue, but I feel like that slows down the pace too much. That's fair. Uh, so, following the first battle, of Geonosis, where our boy Coleman Trebor died, rest <laughs> in peace. Mace Windu and Hologram of Kiati Mundi recount the events of the battle over drinks. They mourn the loss of the fallen Jedi and contemplate the position they must now take as generals in the Republic's war. A young Jedi then comes to pull them away to a council meeting, in which Yoda discusses the fact that they must become leaders in this time when the Republic can be torn apart, and sends Mace to a jungle planet called Hisrich in the Outer Rim to determine the purpose of the Separatist occupation and establish a foothold for the Republic. You gotta stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know right now. What? These run-on sentences are gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> They're already kinda run-on. Dude, I had commas, I had periods, I had plenty of punctuation. I put in some there. punctuation in here. Yeah, after you deleted what I wrote. Anyways. <laughs> I, didn't thought, I didn't think you wrote it first. I thought you copied and pasted it. Nah, man. formatted it. Nah, man. Then I asked you later after I was halfway done, and I was like... Oh, I know, and you were like, ooh, now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I put so much effort into it. For me to just delete some and go, it needs to be shorter. Uh, dude, watching these like entire sentences get taken out, I was like, okay. Dude, <laughs> what needs to be said. Uh, Mace takes his boy, Kit Fisto, blind Jedi Master, Prosit Dibs. He looks familiar. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, maybe not to some of you. And Jedi Knight Rissa Mano, who could do the castle run in 12 parsecs, probably. That's Hunter's way of saying <laughs> she's really good at she's flying the and she's, doing ship stuff. She's almost as good as Plo Koon, they say. Yeah, I, I had that in here. <laughs> I know. But, but I, I was like, we I was like who knows about Plo Koon and how <laughs> no, good he is at flying ships No anyway. one knows about Plo Koon because Jedi the Republic Plo Koon never came out. No, and he blew up. <laughs> <laughs> up and the one time he's in the ship he blows up. He blew up doing the one thing he's apparently really good at. <laughs> uh, so before Mace leaves, Yoda chats with him and Mace admits he has doubts about the future, but Yoda tells him, trust in himself in the force. Mm. Uh, on Riss's word ship, word. Yeah. So on Riss's ship, the West Wind, the crew make their way toward Hisrich while scrambling the ship's signature to remain stealthy. Uh, Fisto and Dibs converse about the mission and Dibs claims the Force shudders as war is no place for a Jedi, even though they are hired mercenaries. But I digress. They're not hired mercenaries. They basically are. We've talked about this before. They are hired by the Republic to safeguard them. They are mercenaries. They get money. It's weird how their relationship (laughs) with the Republic is, right? They're like, we must do it to protect the innocents. But it's like, but we're getting money on the side. Yeah. They're mercenaries. Yeah, well, they're like, we have to fund our temple. They're like, like, how are we going to have baby Jedi? How are we going to afford Jedi lunch if we're not getting paid? It's like when um, churches ask for money because they want to expand their temple. They're like, hey, man, we need money so we can have more God for you. That's basically what the Jedi did. We, we need to have the separation of Republic and State. <laughs> or Jedi and Republic. They did. They have a separation. They have their own rules. But then they have to impede more so when the clones start happening. Because now there's a war. They literally turned the Jedi into the generals. Yes. They said, you're generals in the war now. They're, they're not even like, we have Republic conscripted generals. We're just going to take the Jedi. Because they're already like badass ninjas with magic. Yeah, the highest, so we'll like, just make them the generals. The highest the other guys can go is like Yularen, who's like an admiral. Yeah, he's like, I am Moff. Admiral Yularen. Yeah. And I vibe... He showed up in Rebels, and I was like, oh, there he is! But I'm like, who's oh, a bad guy? Oh, no, he's not good. And then he blows up on the Death Star. Yeah, which is big sad. Big sad. So, they get to Hiss, Rich, uh, and Windu and Dibs converse about what Dibs said prior about the war. 
That's it. That's what you left it at. <laughs> yeah, man. He's He just goes, man, we shouldn't really be doing this. We're peacekeepers. And Fisto goes, yeah, but I like to fight. Well, it's he talks to Windu at this time. Well, he, this it's the second the conversation. Time, yeah. Well, you said Fisto. No, so, it was Fisto so before. So what Windu ends up saying, he basically says the same thing that Yoda said to him. Yeah, Because Mace trusts Yoda, obviously, Yoda's above all else. Yeah. yeah. So he's basically like, listen, we gotta just kind of trust in the force and do what we got here, you know? Mm. So that's the kind of stuff that I put in here that you need to leave in here. <laughs> you can always go back and edit my edits. I thought that maybe you left in uh, the parts that I was elaborating on because I elaborate for a reason. Hey, man. Because it's got... But you elaborate it now. So. Plus it also <laughs> plays into my Neuroticism. my notes. <laughs> oh, your notes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, well, um... I'll be wary next time. Like I said before, I thought it was the Wikipedia and I wanted to spice it up. You, and you could tell that it's the Wikipedia because it's just like fucking vomit onto, had, onto I, the thing. I had small hints that it wasn't Wikipedia when they were using words that I don't think the Wikipedia writers would use, but then I was like, but maybe this was a good Wikipedia because you might have got it from Wikipedia and Wikipedia has fans. Dude, I almost it. took my summaries and went onto Wikipedia and like put them in for the issues. Why don't you do that? I, I, I was like, you should start I was like, I that. feel like mine are good enough <laughs> to replace the nothing that they have you should, Oh yeah, you said Mace Windu has nothing. Yeah, they literally have no summaries. go back into the, the edits. plot summaries that they have for the issues are those opening bits that they have at the beginning of each issue. You should do I'm like, that's yeah. not a summary. I'm like, that doesn't even tell you what happens at the end of the issue. Yeah. You said you could mark up, you can go back and... Yeah, I could go back into the editing history. You should history do that. Fuck it, it all out. up and then shoot it all on Wikipedia. That'd be great. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. Maybe some of you will have me to thank for the Mace Windu synapses one day. <laughs> or not. Because not, they might just delete yeah. it and be like, that's not what happens. <laughs> but you're like, no. So... <laughs> Yeah, they have their conversation about the war, and then the Jedi encounter a squad of bored battle droids. They say, we're so bored! Yeah, like, I wish something would happen! Like, this sucks! And then they're like, <laughs> oh no! This isn't what we wanted to happen! <laughs> oh no, Sly! So, they, they murder them pretty much just immediately. Yeah, it's not, e- it's not even an issue. Yeah. Uh, but then they find themselves surrounded by the Hiss-rich natives. That's definitely better than me calling them the indigenous yep. species. Oh, I saw indigenous species. That's when I was like, that's Wikipedia. Yeah. And then I changed it to natives. Every time it says indigenous creatures, I switched it to natives. I was like, I just don't know what to call them right now. Natives. I think at the end I called them natives. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm like, this is good. You're indi- oh, every sentence was, Fisto and Dibs follow the indigenous creatures. And I'm like, natives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just natives. The natives. <laughs> Because uh, I didn't know if they were going to actually be, like, smart at first. That was my thing. I was yeah, like, I was like I what are they? Mean, and yeah. then I found out that they had, like, a civilization underground. I'm like, maybe they're not, like, creatures, creatures so much people? as, like, people. Yeah, as I put natives. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, uh, a battle droid sees the natives leading them away from afar and reports back to uh, the mercenary droid for hire, ADW4. <laughs> Whose religion is credits. He says it straight up. He goes, I like credits. He's like, oh, the Jedi are stupid because they trust in the Force, but I, I trust in money. Yeah, I'm like, all right, Disney. Yeah, like, all right, dude. <laughs> They're like, money, 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 money. We love us some money. He talks about credits all the time. It's like his one character trait. They're like, how do we make a villain who's, like, annoying? Like, talk about credits. Just talking about money. Yeah. So that was issue one. Yeah, man. Issue one was pretty slow, but it was cool that we got to see the introduction of certain characters. I like Rissa a lot. I hope she shows up more. I think I'll put that in the notes later on. Yeah, I think you have it at the end. She, yeah. was, she was pretty all right. I mean, yeah. She's a cool-looking alien. She's so a I like concept when they add, yeah, for a character. A, she's like an Anakin Skywalker. She's good with piloting and with mechanics, but then she just never shows up because she was made up for the comic book. Mm. Is she in the background of some episodes of Star Wars or some movies? Who knows? Maybe? But from, as far as we I'm know, I'm sure there she's are people who know. I can't say who knows. Yeah. There are people who we know. We can probably check Wikipedia and they'd be like, this is the only time she's in shit. 
Well, yeah, well, they usually have the appearances uh, yeah. listed at the bottom, and usually it's just whenever they have a main part. They don't yeah. really list them when they're just in the back. Yeah, but Rissa was cool. Rissa was kind of like the Ahsoka, where she she had, but Ahsoka season five, where she had stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh man, this character's cool. And even She's still, she really didn't have like very much. No, because she just helped Mace Windu a lot, and then did ship stuff. It, it really was mainly about Mace Dibs and uh, Kit Fisto. It was mostly about Mace and Dibs. Yeah, and then obviously, well, Kit Fisto because he was more popular. They they gave him a lot more to do. Than yeah, Marissa. because people like Kit Fisto. Yeah, like you see him a million more times than you see her. Yeah. So uh, issue two opens up with our merry band of misfits being led by the natives to a subterranean cave in which Fist- Mason Fisto discussed the natives' plans for them. Fisto remained vigilant that they may have to defend themselves, but Mace insists they have. Their emotions show no hostility, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for him to drop one. He never does. No, because he's a book. Jedi. <laughs> and Jedi, or, as far as I can tell, everybody in Star Wars does not know the word fuck. <laughs> but they should. But they should. If you, I it's see like when you walk into a room and there's some dudes in there and they just go, oh, shit. <laughs> and they turn around and pull their blasters on there was, um There's a rumor going around that uh, Quentin Tarantino was going to do a Star Trek movie. And it was like getting real validity. And no, it was getting, like, real, like, talks. And people were like, I don't think Quentin Tarantino should be given the uh, rights to Star Trek because he's going to make them say bad words. I don't see him doing it because he only makes his own movies. About feet. Yeah, he doesn't make movies based on prior works. He makes movies based on ideas and concepts. And they said that he had to follow a a, a, a plot line. What do you mean I can't show Spock's feet? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean I can't show... uh, Oh, God. What do, you mean, what do you mean Kirk can't smell Spock's feet? <laughs> I want that in the movie. And then I want to watch Spock murder everybody. <laughs> in cold blood in, in the last ten blood. minutes. With his Vulcan karate. All right, Vulcan maybe, spider pinch. Maybe you're not the guy who that we should get to direct these movies. <laughs> what, uh, Spock doesn't do Vulcan murder karate? Come on. <laughs> uh, so the Jedi discuss what Separatists, what Separatists might be doing on their planet, on the planet, and their relation to the natives. When one brings them forth, brings... Brings them... Oh my god. When one of them brings forth... Sorry, these words are small. The corpse of a battle droid. Rissa begins scanning the droid and learns it's a scout. They are in deep poodoo now. Oh, you say deep poodoo this time. <laughs> Meanwhile, AD discovers a ping from Sector 2, uh, S2C. Yeah, I put that in there because that's what they that's what they said it was. Yeah. So I'm like, sure, why not? Presumably <laughs> caused by the scout droid being scanned. After Rissa's scanning, battle droids blow up the top of the cave and come flying in on stab speeders and begin firing, and then the droidics drop from above like pachinkos housed in shields and begin their assault. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, wow, I didn't know the shields were, like, bouncy. Yeah, they just, like, come shooting in. Or, like, took in the impact of them dropping in, like, 150 yeah. feet. Like, we only see droids, like, just on the ground, droidicus, and then they just shield. Well, we like, never see them fly down. Yeah, like, blaster it's energy? Okay, like, the shields are absorbing in the yeah, blaster the energy. Kinetic energy? Yeah, like kinetic. I mean, I guess blaster <laughs> energy is kinetic. I don't know anymore. I really don't know. <laughs> it was cool to see him just land and be like. I mean, a Jedi can jump a hundred feet off a building and stop themselves from landing and dying. With their feather fall. You know, but if they get shot, they're dead. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make sense. Uh, so while the Jedi fend off the droids, they notice the roots of the warming plants. Oh yeah, are being I forgot to mention that. The ground. Let's say that. Uh, so the natives live in this underground cave city, yeah. and there are glowing roots on the cave roof yeah. that give them warmth and fend off predators. Okay. Yes. Good to know. Because yeah. when, I, when I read warming roots, I was like, what? Yeah. 
of being pulled to the ground before they can discern why AD4, uh, ADW4 steps out and confronts Windu. Yeah, I just cut it down to AD at some point. Yeah, later on it's just AD. Yeah, uh, two more paragraphs to AD. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the two share a brief exchange about ideals during their battle, and Mace is pushed back when AD seemingly magnetizes a bunch of droid parts, which she only does once, mm-hmm. and throws them at Mace Windu before performing one of General Grievous's patented tactical retreats. I remember now why I stopped writing the whole thing out. I kept forgetting what his name was, A-W. and I kept writing A.W. His name was A.D.W. Like A.M.W. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I love it there. They got great room here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Jedi decide to split up with Mace and Rissa going after A.D., while Fisto and Dibs finish off the rest of the droids. Yeah. Apologies. So Mace and Rissa latch onto the, some of the glowing roots and are pulled through the ground by the harvesting droid that collects root energy. They deduce that due to the small amount of light the planet receives every year, the plants hold onto large stores of energy, and the Separatists must be trying to harness that energy while it's at its fullest. Limited power! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Windu and Rissa dismantle multiple harvesting droids, only to see many more on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Fisto and Dibs fend off the droids underground and protect the natives as the cave begins to collapse in on itself. This is definitely a better issue than the first Issue 2 one. was crazy. Once the action starts <laughs> kicking off, it's like, alright, here two, we go. 2 and 3 bring the action, and then 4 and 5 kind of conclude the Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. A lot of issue 1s are slow, especially with minis. I just read a, a book called The Box, which I'll be talking about later on in um, my other podcast. And it starts off really slow because it's a miniseries, and they want to like give you more later on. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, you gotta have your issue ones be crazy. Yeah, you so need you need a good. This issue color. one was cool, but issue two was like, all right, we got some stuff going on. We know the bad guys got a little bit more going on than just I like money. Yeah. And then issue three is where it gets nuts. Dude, issue one of the Vader comic that takes place after episode three. Mm. It's one of my favorite like opening issues because. Vader's like, I need a lightsaber now. And Palpatine's like, sucks to be you. You're going to have to go and get a crystal from somebody. And he's like, where do I get one? He's like, you're going to have to kill a Jedi. I don't know. Break it. And then they're <laughs> they're like, yeah, there's a Jedi out there who took like a vow. And he's a badass. But uh, he's just kind of vibing out there. Yeah. So you should go kill him. I'm like, that's a really cool setup. Yeah. You're like, how does Darth Vader get his red lightsaber? He goes kill like, a guy. He, go, he has to go and kill a Jedi. Like, even if he doesn't go and get to the Jedi in that mm. first issue, it's like, this is a really cool setup yeah. issue. The setup you know issue for this one was interesting, now. but it's when when you set it in certain time periods where you know certain things are going to happen, like Mace Windu is going to go die in like ten years, or wait, the timeline three years. Yeah, it's just like okay, so Mace Windu can do something cool, but when you put it on a planet like Hisrich, which is nothing, it's just a jungle planet. Put it on Felucia, make yeah. him fight more aliens, and then have Ala Secura show. Like we, I want more going on. Bring those big scabby Spider Men. Uh, he invites Kid Fisto because he's like, oh, you might know more about like the swamp and the forest. I'm like, bro. There's no swamp like at all, and there's no water. Yeah. But man, can, can fish on the fucking water. Mm-hmm. He's a fish. Yeah, I, I think it was something to do with the species' natural adaptability or whatever. Yeah. The, the, and and the, I was assuming. The also, something else that was really weird. They they wore like these special suits when For they like got off seconds. the ships. It's because uh, they didn't know. Well, it was they, a they wear them the whole now. time, right? But do they? Because I. Yeah, they're just on under the robes. Oh, okay. Because um, I didn't see... When you wrote that in there, I was like, but they don't show it. Yeah, they, it was weird, right? Because they were like, oh, we're going to put on our special suits now. And then they get out. And it's and literally... It's just a planet. Yeah. Like, and, oh, like, you're, and their faces are exposed. I'm like, what's the need for the special suits right Kevlar. Now? Yeah, like, what is, is this Jedi Kevlar? How come you guys but don't wear this for the rest of the clone But it's not, because Fisto gets hit in the shoulder. And Windu gets hit in the shoulder. And it's like, all right. So yeah. they're not, like, well protected. And, and they never wear them on any other planet. So <laughs> I'm like, what was the point? of Maybe the writer just thought it would be really cool to have, like, Jedi Kevlar. Yeah. So what if I got to draw a Jedi, like, bodysuit? That'd be sick. (laughs) All right, this is a lot of work, actually. I'm just going to keep drawing the rose. Yep. 
I can't even draw Yoda right. <laughs> Denny's Cohen drew Yoda like, catch me! <laughs> yeah, for real. You want to hop in with uh, issue three? Yeah, man, issue three. So issue three opens on a flashback of General Grievous hiring A.D. to oversee the operation on Hisrich. A.D. has offended Grievous would hire him simply to farm, but he, the general insists he wants him around in case of Jedi meddling. And the medal, they do do. <laughs> and the medal, they do do. They do do it. They do do the meddling. So, removed from that flashback. I would have gotten my credits if it wasn't for you and your meddling oh, Jedi. For you and them <laughs> damn Jedi with your force powers and your religion. Come on. Money, 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 money. Uh, so, back on Hisrich, Mason Rissa continue. In case y'all haven't noticed, and Hunter read me on this one too, I keep swapping between Mace and Windu. You also do it with Fisto and Kit. You know, you, I don't, you I don't, don't do ever Kit. call him Kit. You just do Fisto. Yeah. And with Dibs, you just call him Dibs. Rissa's always Rissa. Yeah. She's not Mano. Yep. It's. But Mason Windu gets switched all the time, and I'm like, his are one. very highly interchangeable. I know, just pick one. Because because some, sometimes I'm like, yo, you know Mace, you know Windu, yeah, like, he's a badass. I would never call Kit Fisto, yo, you know Kit. It's Kit, it's Kit Harrington. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Jon Snow. I'm Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Thank you for picking me to come on this mission, Mace. If they ever, I'm very excited. If they ever do uh, Kit Fisto in live action in some way, shape, or form, they did. No, I mean like <laughs> now, I mean, oh, okay. now, not when he dies and he looks really weird. Okay. Now they got to get Kit Harrington to do it. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Because he wasn't like a, he was just a stunt guy in a suit. Yeah. So, but he's got that smile. You gotta have that. You gotta have the Kit Fisto smile. Yeah. I love the novelization of Revenge of the Sith. They're like, yeah, Palpatine cuts uh, Kit Fisto's head off, and it rolls on the ground with that classic smile that he always had. Which is I'm up. like, that is horrible. That is fucked up. I'm like, I would have loved to have seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just see him get slashed and then go, Ugh. he just goes, ah, and hits the ground. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, so back on his rich. Mace and Rissa continue fighting droids while searching for AD, and after defeating the droids in front of them, Mace tells Rissa that there are still too many harvesters on the planet, and they must find another way to eliminate them on a greater scale. Gotta blow them up. Blow them up. Uh, below the ground, Dibs and Fisto find themselves in darkness beneath the rubble. Fisto claims they must hurry to the surface to aid Windu, but Dibs protests they must help the wounded, a prospect that Fisto ultimately agrees with, because they're Jedi. And they must protect the and people. And they're supposed to protect people, <laughs> not, just like, commit, fight. not just commit murders. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, Fisto's like, what if we went out there and committed a murder? Uh, <laughs> so, what was that? While searching through the dark, the two masters encounter a Mylodon, which is one of CJ's worst nightmares, <laughs> a gigantic centipede-like insect monster. It's yeah. pretty horrible. It's, 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 it's fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like terrible. a buff centipede, too. When I looked it up, it's, it said that they were native to a planet that's not even this one. I was like, <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. I'm like, I guess there's another stuff. Uh... So back on the Separatist base, A.D. converses with a hologram of Grievous and tells him all is going well. He tells Grievous that Mace Windu is dead and demands more money. Hey, honey, you're gonna give me the money! Uh, <laughs> Republic credits will go good here, only money! Oh, the money! Uh, but Grievous insists he present their lightsabers as proof for further payment before ending communications. He definitely wants them in his collection. A collection? Oh, lightsabers, they'll make a fine addition to my collection. I don't have one bladed entirely in gold. Or purple lightsaber blade. Hux has it in the Colin Trevorrow uh, episode 9 script. Kills they himself. threw it in the garbage. I was like, why? That's badass. Yeah, he can still be the spy. But then he stabs himself because he commits treason. <sighs> of the highest order! No, it's because he loses. Oh, yeah. It... <laughs> the reason he kills himself I just don't in want Kylo to win. He's unable to acquire force powers, and he's really depressed about that. And he also loses, oh, so he's Kylo like, Ren. he's like, well, <laughs> I lost. I might as well just die, which is cool. And he kills himself instead of just getting shot in the gun. I'm the spy, and then coming up with a really bad story and dying. Yeah. So, 
Windu and Rissa, we're back. Windu and Rissa. Windu and Rissa look out at the army of droids in front of them and decide the best course of action would be to form a tactical retreat, brought to you by General Grievous, to their <laughs> ship, where the other masters are most likely to go and formulate a plan. Back underground, Fisto and Dibs finish off the Milodon and discover the corpses of the natives that led them there. Fisto claims this is an unfortunate reality of war, to which Dibs responds that it should have never happened to these people. These people? People. Yeah, you know, Quill. And, <laughs> and they failed as Jedi if they cannot protect beings that weren't supposed to be a part of the war in the first place. Dibs spits facts, dude. He does. Dibs is like, these people died because we're Jedi and we invaded their planet and we suck because of the war. And Kid Fisto's like, Yep, but that sucks. Let's go fight more. <laughs> because the natives, they just had a droid. If Rissa, presumably, if she didn't scan it, they never would have even gotten exactly, picked up Exactly, the ping came up, presumably, from the scanning. But also... We see that kind of with the lemur people in uh, Clone Wars, where it's like, they wouldn't have to deal with the war if the Republic didn't show up with the Separatists to fight them. But also, on the other hand, they say that the glowing roots were keeping the Mylodon back. Yeah. And they pulled the roots out of the ground regardless. The so, yeah, that thing was going to eat them anyway. So they were going to die regardless. So I understand where Dibs is coming from, but these people really were fucked just yeah. because the Separatists were there anyway. Yeah. Uh, it, it really wasn't the Jedi's fault being there. Windu then refutes what Dibs says, instead claiming... No, you missed Oh, no, I missed a whole... Upon regrouping. I, I missed a whole really good part. <laughs> Upon regrouping, Dibs accuses Mace of knowing about the power source on the planet and claims the reason for their mission wasn't to protect the innocent, but secure the planet's natural resource for the Republic. Windu responds with a boss-ass, Are you finished? Before receiving a punch in the face from Dibs. You had a stoic, and I was like, boss ass sounds better. <laughs> it, it was very stoic. It was stoic. Because he doesn't even, like, change his expression. No. He's just like, he's like you're uh-huh. Done? You're done? Like, is that it? <laughs> like, okay. He's like, I know what we're doing. He's, like, done he's like, I'm very much on the same mission as you, Dibs. Why aren't you, like, acting like we're on the same mission? And what's cool is, like, Dibs, with this next paragraph, Dibs will come in and goes, hey, man, like... Why are you being a dick? And he's like, I'm your leader, mm-hmm. I'm on the council, and I'm a general right now. You need to shut the fuck up and fall in line. You need to stop being a <laughs> bitch, Dibs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> so, he took Dibs because he had a different perspective on the Force. And then he fights him the whole time. Yeah. Well, you know, he's like, you, you know, you'll be good because you can't see, so you're very in tune with the Force. Yeah. But then it turns out Dibs is just cranky. <laughs> he is. Just tur- it turns out that he's just looking for conflict. Like, did you really think well, so we, well, you, this a blind out. Jedi, would be able to get into a fight with Mace Windu, and then the other two Jedi, even if you managed to win against Mace Windu, would just stand there and be okay with it? Yeah. Fisto's like, don't worry, Mace will handle it. It's like, but what if he doesn't? You guys gonna go kill Dibs? Yeah. Kill Windu? What's the situation here? Yeah, I, I was uh, I was curious for like five seconds until I realized who Dibs was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we know what happens. So Windu refutes what Dibs said, what Dibs says, until instead claiming they're all tired and frustrated. Dibs claims Windu makes a mockery of what the Jedi are and that he has no place as a leader. Then activates his saber and prepares to fight him. Rissa goes to stop the conflict, but Fisto holds her back, claiming Windu will resolve the conflict. Uh, I love it again. Mace apologizes to Dibs, claiming he was to shepherd him in his way of thinking. But if he wishes to test his resolve against Mace's, then he is welcome to try. Big Revenge of the Sith vibes from this interaction. Big facts. Big facts. What did, what, did I cut something that you wanted to say? No. Okay. I don't think so. I wanted anyway. to make sure. Because you said, oh, there it is again. And I was like, oh. Yeah, well. Was there, there another run-on sentence? No, it was um, at the beginning. It says Conflict? Windu. Oh. And then it says oh, okay. Mace. As you said, yeah. <laughs> and, and it switches to Mace. It's literally two again. different sentences, like right after each other. Yep. Windu and Mace. Like one after the other. Yeah, Big Revenge of the Sith vibes. He goes, you will try. You will try. <laughs> he really does. He, he legit drops the He goes, you're try. welcome to try. And he's I'm like, like, okay. He's like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, like, I dare you to try and step to me, right? He's like, I am at least alive until later. I know you like you? to think your shit don't stink, but if you lean a bit, <laughs> little bit closer, your roses really smell like poop. Yeah, it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> stinky. <laughs> 
So hopping into episode, uh, issue four, we got another flashback. No. This time on the planet Mathis. Two Jedi discuss the Nifflin plague that affect that attacks the respiratory system of the planet's inhabitants over a long period of time. One of the Jedi asks the other what they are doing to help the people on the planet, and the Master responds they have placed an outreach temple there to give emotional and spiritual aid to those who seek it. Seek it. Great job, guys. It's like the church. Like, we put a church there. They can fix cancer. Yeah. Just pray the sick <laughs> away, and you'll be fine. Oh, man, it's great. It's awesome. So they claim a Jedi Master named Kez Velaz oversaw the temple. However, he had not been heard from for months, and now someone else named Drews has taken his place and claims to be a healer, though he works only for credits. And Again! Every bad guy in this series wants money, is what I wrote down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the two bad guys makes comes in contact with her. Money! Unless you're Darth Vader, then you just want your wife and skin back. <laughs> like C-3PO. Yeah. <laughs> so the Master tells the Apprentice they are to, they're there to assess and apprehend with their words, mm-hmm. to which the Apprentice claims they should eliminate someone who perverts their ways and uses their title for swindling. He's like, if you make fun of our religion uh, and use it for bad, we don't got you. He's like, this guy deserves to die if he's going to be out here pretending to be a Jedi. (laughs) Yeah, Mace Windu's like, you gotta kill these motherfuckers. I guess, spoiler, it's Mace Windu. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the Windu comic. The Master responds to the Padawan that they should only resort to violence as a last resort and uh, to focus their frustrations into an appropriate emotion. (laughs) The Master's just like, hey, chill out, dude. Control yourself. She's like, First off, stop. She's like, hold on. <laughs> Relax, little angry boy. Both Jedi remove their hoods, and it's been revealed that we've been following a young Mace Windu with hair and his master, Sislin Mir, on a mission they'd taken up many years ago. What? No. When I read that, it was a big Kevin McAllister <gasps> moment. It wasn't. You can tell who it was. I, I was uh, I was curious to see if the master was going to be Mace, and if the Padawan was, was going to be... His Padawan that maybe he lost on exactly. this mission. Well, I thought that for a brief second, too, and then I was like, nah, it's Kid Mace Windu. But, but then they showed Mace Windu's lips, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. do, like, a close-up of the Padawan, and you can't see his face. You can just see his skin and lips. I'm oh like, God. yeah, that's Mace Windu. It's either him or Dibs, I thought. I was like, could be Dibs. It's either him, Lando, or Finn. <laughs> they're not Jedi's, though. <laughs> Back on his ridge, Windu and Dibs cross sabers. Yeah, they do. And discuss their actions. Dib refutes the notion that uh, the Jedi should take should partake in the war, because that's what he's been saying the whole time. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, but Windu protests that they didn't go looking for it. They simply responded to a means of it. Oh my god, hold on. But Windu protests that they didn't go looking for the war. They simply responding to it as a means of protecting the Republic. Every time, uh, every time I see hear or see Master Dibs, I think of those little ice cream nuggets with a lightsaber. That's my little note at the end. Uh, <laughs> it's true. You kept writing dibs, and I was like, the little like bunch of crunch dibs with the little lights yeah, no, fighting with a robe. I, I told you, I was thinking of Gibbs from Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean the whole time. I'm like, dude, the Jedi Master with the mutton chops, and he's drunk on a ship all the time. <laughs> Off to the side, Rissa uh, exclaims to Fisto, mm. she's in distress because she doesn't understand why the Jedi would fight each other. Uh... They fight each other when they're supposed to be protecting the galaxy for all those other bad things out there. What's that? Oh, what's your name? My name? I don't know what I ordered. Uh-oh. Rupro Raggy. That's exciting. Flashing back to Mathis, Windu and Mir confront Druze, who claims Master Vela has vacated the temple and abandoned the people, leaving only him. He orders his guards and followers to attack the Jedi, then blows a thermal detonator and ignites the temple when things go awire for him. Awry. Awry. They're both very similar spelling. What is A-wire? Goes a wire. Haywire, my bad. Goes <laughs> <laughs> haywire. I'm like, I'm like you're telling me about a word I've never even heard of. 
This is English class. <laughs> it goes awry. Yes. Did I, did I say that right? Yes. Master Mir holds up the burning debris before it can crush her and the civilians and tells Mace to go after Druze. The story is then told parallel to Mace Windu's battle with Dibs as he explains he's seen what insecurity can do to people and how the mind can be warped to feel a need for power. Dibs doesn't share Mace's point of view and continues to fight, determined now to leave the Order behind. From a certain point of view. Back in his flashback, Mace chases, I thought that said cheeses, Drews into a hallway and, Mace takes, a, like cold cheese. and takes a blast shot to the, to the shoulder. <laughs> Neither do I. Mace shrouds himself in smoke as Drew. How does he do the smoke thing? It looked like there was a pipe or something that it? was like blowing smoke out, okay. so he probably just used the force to pull a lot of it out yeah. at once. I don't remember what he does with it. Yeah, it, did, it didn't uh, really look like yeah. he did anything. So Mace shrouds himself and said smoke, and Drew goes on about how stupid people are for believing him, mm-hmm. and further how stupid the Jedi are for not capitalizing on belief. Like Mace, the church. Yeah, Mace gets around <laughs> Drew's. This is just a very, uh, ooh, episode for the church. Mace gets around Drew's and knocks him to the ground where he holds his lightsaber, well, holds him at lightsaber point. Meanwhile, in real time, Mace force pushes dips to the ground and does the same to him. Back in the past, Mace's master stops him from killing Drew's, claiming he will atone for his crimes, but his punishment is for, is for the laws to decide. Mace takes this lesson forward and does the same thing to Dibs, incapacitating him by freaking pistol whipping him, basically, with a lightsaber, and claiming the the council will decide his fate. After the fight, the Jedi regroup and make uh, make a plan to attack the droid base, which starts with an explosion, and Kit Fisto greeting all the droids from a hole in the wall. I thought that was a hilarious way to he's end like, the hello issue. There. <laughs> They're just gonna have a like a hole in the wall, and Kit Fisto's just there smiling. Yeah, he's I'm like, like, "Hello there." Okay. He does the little. He does the, the patented. Kit he does Fisto the Kit Fisto smile. smile. <laughs> oh All man! Right. Hit us up with the last issue. Yeah, we're coming to the last issue. So as Kisto, Kisto, dude, that's awesome. I like that. I should have started writing that in the Kisto. summary. Yeah, dude, what's up? You know Kisto. That was his son that never made it. Oh, no. As Kit Fisto fights the droids, he tells a story of the Wurid, a creature with sharp teeth on his homeworld that also has a skin with a neurotoxin that paralyzes any prey that may touch it. The teeth are but one danger to worry about, and he likens himself to the teeth as the droids have already fallen prey to the secondary threat. Oh. Oh. Mace and Rissa enter the base through the vents, and the two split up. Mace confronts AD, and the two begin fighting... I don't know why I read that so weird. AD punches Mace <laughs> in the face. I, I had to use Mace that time yeah. because it rhymed really well. AD punches Mace in the face, wanted to say it again, and tackles him to the ground. AD goads Mace, claiming he's a hypocrite who loves fighting as it gives him an outlet for his anger. But Mace force pushes AD off of him and out a nearby window. Mace then summons his saber and runs it through AD, but the droid claims the Jedi is already lost. Master Fisto is surrounded by droids and about to be killed when Rissa arrives to offer some help with the situation. Uh, she disses him. He goes, this is a shitty way to die. And she goes, you're giving up already, dude? Come on. That's awesome. Yeah. Where's the school? Sorry. As May stands over AD. Yeah, I'm looking for something I wrote in here that I think you might have removed. Apologies. Big sad. Apologies, friend. Do you remember what it could have been? I do remember what it could have been. Tell me what you got. She tells Kit Fisto that Mace's exact words were to go and save Master Fisto. Because he knew that he was going to get like... I didn't? That might be in mine. Maybe in yours. Yeah, that might be in mine. Uh, I was just looking for it because that was something I remembered that I thought was really funny. Yeah. Mace Windu's just that guy who's like, yeah, he probably won't be able to handle this on his own, so you should definitely go and help him. He's like, you're not doing the plan. And she's like, no, the plan was to go save you. Yeah, th- this is the second part of the plan. Yeah. So as uh, Mace, stands, as over Mace stands over AD, a transport ship flies over AD, 
and believes he succeeded in completing his mi- and he su- believes he succeeded in completing his mission. But in that moment, the ship explodes, and Windu reveals he too was biding his time with Fisto's distraction. Ad's head then flies off the rest of his body and makes for the sky, but Windu catches it with the force and blows it up before it can escape, which is a very lame death for a decent villain who questions the ideology of the Jedi and could have casted more doubts in the future. Yeah, when he just shot his head up, I was like, Mace is going to crush it, and then he crushed it. I was like, why? I was he should have been cool. I, w- I was accidentally spoiled. Because oh, okay. I was looking to see if AD was in, like, another thing. Oh, and you I Googled scrolled it? to the bottom and of the like, page. And, and they were like, yeah, his head blows up. I'm like, all right. I'm like, shit. Like, I guess that happened. <laughs> I think I had the same it, spoiler. <laughs> it was, like, literally just before I was reading this, too. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yes. Back on course, Back on course Gant, The council congratulates Mace on completing the mission and claims they will send aid to Hisrich to help the natives and collect some samples of the flora. They then turn their attention to Master Dibs, who tells the council what he really thinks of them and the war they've entered into. Council prepares to make their judgment, at which point Dibs expects death, but instead Windu states it's their duty to bring him back into the light. He states Dibs' punishment to be confinement in the library, so he may relearn what it means to be a Jedi. Which is so stupid. It is pretty stupid. Go, go deal with Jocasta. This guy's Nobody dangerous. To. He's going to snap Jocasta New's neck. <laughs> and Dibs responds that Mace's hubris will be his downfall and that he will one day laugh over his fallen corpse. So when he says shit like this, maybe it's a bad idea to put him in the library. I will laugh over your dead body. I can't like, wait right. for y'all to die. Yeah, this isn't the kind of guy who try to murder a Jedi Spoiler kid. alert, he doesn't. Yeah, pew pew. We can talk about that uh, now or when we read the comic, right if you want. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it later when we finally get to that uh, point? Finish the last paragraph and we'll talk about it real quick. Right, cool. Real quick. Following the hearing, Mace and Rissa discuss the hardships ahead of them, and Mace tells her that no matter how difficult things get, they will continue to do as they've always done and fight. More Rissa content, please. This is your... Yeah. I said, more Rissa yeah, content, please. Now. She seemed dope. It would have been fun to read. Maybe she's around and we just haven't noticed. Possibly. So, um... Prosit Dibs. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Prosit Dibs. Let's not give out too many spoilers uh, for this, because we will be talking about it in one of the Darth Vader books. But they in issue four, they drop a hard Inquisitions. And then uh, it turns out Prosit Dibs becomes an Inquisitor. He does. I think he's the tenth brother? Tenth brother. Which means... If you know what happens to like, the tenth brother, good you're on probably you. laughing right now. <laughs> If you yeah. don't know what happens to the 10th brother, you will be laughing when we get to that issue. Ironic. <laughs> I- ironic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be laughing over your fallen corpse. We're all laughing as you become a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so before you get to your notes, overall, what do you think after finally getting to the plot with this? I know we talked about it at the, at the beginning. But yeah, I, I mean, again. pretty much the same as I said at the beginning. I really did like the comic a lot. Uh, yeah, better than I thought it was going to be. People who are listening to our uh, synopsis, I really recommend actually reading the last probably two issues. Just so you can see the art. I really think yeah. the art of Dibs fighting with uh, Mace looks really good. Yeah. I really like the how artist, they how the they artist is great. Dennis Cohen is great. He just can't draw Yoda. Yeah, no. His Yoda looks like a his sick terrible. little drugged up frog. I have a second picture I might post later on in the, in the week, but... He looks, uh, in every single panel, he looks awful. He looks like he's on the ketamine. I'm telling you, them. Like, what did you do to this, this poor man? This is where the ketamine joke came in. Oh, ketamine. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is where it started, because my god. He, dude, he looks like a meth addict. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm like, what did you guys do to Yoda? I know he's like 900 years old. Oh, you what this? the hell is that? You done did him dirty, Yeah, dude. you guys turned him into like a little gremlin Lego monster. Lego games make him look better, and it's a Lego game. Yeah, for real. He just did not look right. He was uh, not good. Oh my goodness, gracias! Oh my goodness. Uh, We can move into our... No, Actually, let me ask you, what did you think? I thought it was good. There's a lot of stuff that I liked about Mace Windu's characterization, giving us more in-depth on like what he feels. Because we see him in Episode 2 briefly, mm-hmm. Episode 1 briefly, Episode 2 a little bit more, and then Episode 3 more prominently until he dies. 
And then in Cold War, she doesn't really have a lot of ideology conversations. She just has that one Jar Jar arc and the, the Ryloth arc right in season one. And that one episode with Boba Fett, or two episodes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we don't really get a lot of Mace Windu throughout the entirety of the franchise, but Mace Windu's always been such a cool character because he's more on the Yoda side than the Qui-Gon side, where he's very strict on the rules of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. And he even, like, he straight up just insults Anakin the whole time he's around, except right at the end where he goes, you know what, Skywalker? You just told us this dude could be Darth Sidious? That's awesome. Stay here, and I will make you a master. Don't be a dummy. <laughs> and then he follows him in, and then everything happens to Mace Windu. So it was cool to see more of an interesting ideology, ideological perspective on Mace Windu's yes. like idea of the Force I, and what it means. I liked uh, with also his backstory of him being a little bitch. Yeah, he's like I'm angry, and I, she's like I chill. liked how um, when Dibs came to him right and was kind of like talking to him a little bit, he kind of like went back on what Yoda said. Yeah. And this also informs a lot of the way that he acts in the original trilogy yeah. or uh, in the prequel trilogy and in Clone Wars. It's like he's very, like you said, very strict about being a Jedi and, and there's always and like their rules in their code, right? It's like boys. Yoda. He was always like, you know, we just got to try not to be on the dark side, right? Yeah. It's like follow the rules and try not to be on the dark side. That's really what's most and important. From what we know from Mace Windu. Yeah, Mace Windu, he seems to be very much more so in that idea of don't ever do anything wrong. Because I like, tried it once and I, it sucks. I don't have all the answers. Yeah. That's why I ask Yoda, like, everything, <laughs> right? And that's why... We're always seen together. Yeah, we're talking. Like, Mace Windu's the kind of guy who you tell him that you did something that was kind of out of the Jedi Order, and he'd be like, well, maybe we have to find a punishment for you. Yoda would be like, look at Ahsoka. Troubling this is. <laughs> Deal with it, we must, right? Yeah. Mace Windu's like, you're going to jail. Like, yeah, he's like, we're going to kill you now. Yeah, it's a little nuts. So, so what do you got for notes? Uh, some notes. So uh, as far as issue one goes, I said Mace says he tells himself it's easier to lead the Republic down the right path from the front lines to be fair. an example of what the Republic should strive for. And Windu and Mundi agree that they're simply doing what they must, even if they don't want to. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I like that, this concept of the Jedi. And obviously this is a, yeah. a sentiment that's echoed in Clone Wars too. But it's cool just to see other yeah. Jedi like Kiari Mundi and Mace Windu talking about it. They don't want to be in the war. They're doing it because they, they feel to. it's the right thing to do, yeah. and they're trying to re- protect what they know. Inspired by doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, the Senate that just goes, you will follow us, and they go, sure. But, but also on the flip side of that coin is Mace Windu's like, we have to lead from the front lines, right? But yeah. then you have people like Trace and Roth who are like, the Jedi suck. Yeah, they're they warmongers. Blow, they blow up my mouth. They're warmongers. They're yeah. supposed to be monks, but they seek war. Luminara was sent to us, and she said, believe in the Force. Literally the worst <laughs> Jedi master you could send to us. Even yeah. Mace Windu probably would have been a little bit nicer about it. Yeah, Mace would have been like, sorry, motherfucker. Luminara's just like, that sucks. She's a big Jedi. She's a big Force believer. She sucks. Yeah. That's why Barris sucks. Because she's trained by one of the worst masters, ideologically and, I would say, like, fighting style. Yeah. Except if you watch the animated Clone Wars, uh, Gen Jarkati stuff, Luminara and Barris are baller in that scene where they're fighting everything. Oh, yeah, when they're, like, dropping ass and yeah. deflecting all those attacks. Yeah, dropping ass on, um, Kyber Island. What's it called? Oh, uh, they're, yeah, they're Kyber? in the, no. no. Uh, Ilum. Ilum. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the, the temple caves. getting uh, Barris off of your lightsaber. Before, get before it looked like an ice cave, yeah. when, it, when it looked like some kind of weird crystal palace. Exactly, yeah. I was like, okay. Um, another thing that I had written down was Rissa. She's talking to a Kit Fisto, and she said she'd been studying Mace since she was a youngling, and based on her and based her fighting style on his. Yeah. And then she rates him in the top five Jedi. And Kit Fisto goes, "Oh, what do you rate me?" And she goes, "Oh, don't worry, you're in the top twenty to 30. Yeah, 20 to 30. I'm like, that's hilarious. She's like 29 at minimum. I'm, I'm like, what a way to just like completely crush this dude. But also, like, not out of the Jedi Council, out of the entirety of the Jedi. And what we know, there's like 400 of them. I'd so being to, in the top I'd, 30 is pretty good. I'd love to know what her top 10 is. Well, Mace Windu's number 5. Dude, Notice, tell, tell, me what, tell me what Rissa's top 10 is. Is Anakin <laughs> in there? Does she think Anakin's hot? 
He definitely does. Yeah, every, the same age. Everyone thinks Atkins hot. <laughs> um, for the last bit, I had in issue one. I wrote that Mace loves combat. After they beat the droids, and Rissa says scrapping clankers is their specialty. Uh, Mace responds, keeping the pieces of their specialty and scrapping clankers is an upside of the war. Harkens back to Obi-Wan telling Palpatine that Sith Lords are their specialty. <laughs> so, it's like they kind of have a, like a mis, like a miscommunication or a misconstruing of what their speciality should actually be, which is just keeping the peace and saving people. <laughs> They're like, kicking ass is our specialty. Yeah, we like to kick like, ass. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> Kicking ass and taking names. So I thought I thought that was interesting. For sure. Uh, coming into issue two, ADW4 tells the droids he prefer they didn't speak to him when they ask him what they should well, call yeah, him. Yeah, because they keep calling him general and chief and commander, and he's like, stop, that's not me, I'm a mercenary, he's credits. Like, and then they're like, well, what should we call you? He's like, you shouldn't call me anything, don't speak to me. He goes, I prefer <laughs> you didn't talk to me. I, I, I think it's funny because he's also just a droid, but he feels he has more importance than the battle droids. It's ironic and funny. Well, it, it adds to the whole maker thing where the droids were given sentience and they give their own free will. Yes, mm. they're droids, and not all of them have free will, but they have personalities. Droids have person. The battle droids have personality. They do. They're even like, oh man, we're bored. I want action to happen. Like they're like going back and forth like guys on patrol. It's cool. I, I joke with my dad. I'm, I'm like, the whole thing about the battle droids is Palpatine is like, from my plan to work, the they clones need to win the war. I want the dumbest droids that y'all can possibly <laughs> it's manufacture. Facts, and they need to be they need to be uncoordinated, stupid. But they need to be somewhat effective. Somewhat effective. They get the commando droids and, after fire. Yeah, they, they got to be able to. Do, some droids got to be able to do stuff, but the main ones. The, clo- the clones have to be able to win the war. Like, <laughs> that, that's my thing. Um, I think it would have been okay with either of them, but the clones is like we spent money on these guys, like a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Because we paid Jango Fett, and he's like a bitch. So much money for this. <laughs> the droids are easy. We're, we're talking to the Geonosians, which probably take sand dollars. Mm-hmm. We give them a Republic credit, a million dollars over there. We give a Republic credit to the Kiminoans, and they're like, yeah, okay, more, please? <laughs> Pog of uh, the Lesser is Pog of the Lesser for a reason. <laughs> Dude, I love Pog of the Lesser. That's why he lives on a sand who's, planet. Who's Pog of no, the like, Greater? It's a great question. <laughs> why is it called the Lesser? I mean, there's a Geonosian queen. Maybe she's the Greater. Yeah, and then the Lesser is like the male leader. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want to roll I just got up to Click Clack in uh, Rebels, where they have the baby. And he's like, we got to make sure these creepy alien dudes isn't survive. And Saw Guerrero's like, no. We must kill them. Isn't it weird? Click clack. Yeah, it's weird. That those episodes came out when Rogue One came out. That's why Saw Gerrera looks just like Saw yeah, Gerrera, but movie. he doesn't sound like Forrest Whitaker. Those Helicus sounds like a normal. I know dude. I look all messed up, but I swear <laughs> I'm true. I'm saving the trees, <laughs> saving the dream. Yeah, so we got some cool information. Well, not really cool. But we got a little bit of information on Mace Windu and AD scans him. Uh, we find out that he's born on the planet Harun Kao, which I don't know what that is. And he's about six foot three. And also his hair color is not applicable. Because he doesn't he's have bald. hair. Yeah, because he doesn't have but hair. But he has hair. It's brown. He has hair. But he has eyebrows, and he has hair when he's a kid. For, but for but AD in this issue, uh, it's not, not applicable. Not applicable, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Because <laughs> he says it out loud, too. It's like, not applicable. It's like, bro. Yeah, it makes it like, <laughs> oh, you know stuff about me. <laughs> he's like, so you have me at a disadvantage. He's like, yeah, whatever. I liked AD4, uh, ADW4's uh, personality, like how he was portrayed. I, I didn't like his money, 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 money. No. But I liked, yeah, like his wit for a droid. Like, yeah. not a lot of the droids have, like, a superior wit. Like, we have the IG droids who have somewhat tactical uh, superiority, with, especially with IG-11 introducing himself in uh, Mandalorian, where he's like, oh, I'm going to just fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. And then they repurpose him, and he's like, I'm going to fuck shit up but protect a baby. My next note actually goes into that, because oh, Ma- Mace calls out the Separatists for using hired guns and... Yeah. 
ADW4 pushes back that the Republic is doing the same thing. They just grew their warriors instead Jedi. of hired them. Oh, you mean the, the clones? clones. I was yeah. going to say, the, the, the Jedi are hired. They're <laughs> like, they're like the Separatists are building battle droids. You guys are literally growing people. Yeah, and you're, advan- you're, you're um, in, yeah, advancing their age rapidly. Yeah. They live for eight months, and then they're like J- Captain Rex age. It's like, okay. Ten Except years. for the unaltered clones. Ten years. It takes ten years to do Ten years. Takes ten years for them to go from a fetus to the full grown clone, which is weird. Yeah, because and that's why Boba Fett's a kid when all the other clones around him are grown up. And yeah. Omega, well, mm. Omega's which which is crazy about Omega, dude. She was. I mean, spoilers for the Bad Batch episode part two, I guess. Omega is an unaltered clone. We know that because she's a kid clone. Yes. They so had, much for saving she's, that. She's <laughs> the same age as Boba Fett. Yeah, which means well, no, she would have. She would have. Uh, she's about to. That's what they're talking about. They're saying that what? she would have been born like a couple years after because Jango asked for one. Yeah, if the Kaminoans had cloned another perfect clone, well, and he there, found out like, about it, one. he'd be like, "What are you doing? That's also mine." Give me another one. He'd be yeah, like, sure. "I didn't give you guys permission to make clones of me yeah. that are Makes going sense. to be me going forward for the rest of the life." So he would have. He would have probably taken the, both kids and fled Camino at that. Right point. when they. Right when they heard uh, that. Uh, Django died. They were like, "Ask make another one." Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the reason that Omega was created was because when Django died, they were like, "Oh no, we don't have another way now to get his cells." So they had to we take need to have. From and Boba Fett left. He's not going to come back because he was man. raised because he was raised as a bounty hunter. Now yeah. they're like, "So we have to make another perfect clone and hope that the DNA is as on par with Django yeah. Fett." And that's what they were talking and who about. They, they splice were like, it with. No, <laughs> and, and, and that's what they were talking about. Well, maybe that's what they were talking about in Bad Batch, and they I mean, were like, hey, a droid can they're be like, we just, they were like, ju- we just need a sample from her, and then you can kill her." We there was a force sensitive clone in the Legends books, mm-hmm. and it's confirmed that it was a Jango. We, we talk about this every time we talk about clones, by the way, because we have to. And force sensitive and droids, because there's a force sensitive droid. There's a force sensitive clone. Why can't I make force it to be force sensitive naturally? Just I just don't know why her hair is white. That's like if her hair was brown or black or whatever Jango's is. Sure, it makes sense. But it's white, which makes me go Palpatine. It's literally Palpatine's hair, dude. Exactly. Like, it's like, like back. Like she's got, straight. She's got a pointy chin. Yeah, like straight up. It's weird. It's Palpies. Um, not my. You are not the father. My last <laughs> note for issue two is Kit Fristo catches a falling Mace Windu uses the Force, and the two share an exchange of camaraderie that echoes years later when Mace chooses Fisto to go and uh, challenge Palpatine. Uh, Windu goes, "You never let me down," and Fisto goes, "I will always have your back." Yeah, I'm like, that's cool. I like his that. His head rolls and he has a smile. Yeah, and then, his it, then his head rolls and he's like, at least I died with my friend. <laughs> so, a boy. My notes for issue three, I wrote, it's funny that Grievous hired a mercenary to oversee this operation, but for a lot of other very similar operations, they just have battle droids and tactical droids on location. Yep. I said maybe this failure is the reason why we see mostly normal droids going forward, because the money they laid out was just a waste anyway. Or this, they were trying to harness power for their Death Star, because we know at the end of two they were trying to build it. I mean, That's what I thought it was. When they were getting power, I was like, maybe to harness for a Death Star laser? I, th- I thought it Yeah, because we, we never, I mean, obviously that's the immediate thought. They're looking for ways to power this thing. Yeah. Right? And a giant star sized ship that blows up planets. Obviously, we find out that uh, they bring in Galen Urso for his research yeah. on kyber crystals and using yeah. them as energy sources. And but they didn't have anything. access to kyber crystals at the beginning. No, they, they didn't they're have one that big. Yeah. Just and they get it on Crystal Crisis on Utapal, but then they lose it. Oh, I'll just watch, keep watching Rebels. <laughs> oh really? She watched Rebels. Oh really? 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 Oh, yeah, really? Chris, I back comes back, baby. Really? really. Um, so I wrote, I like how Kit Fisto's first reaction to being out of battle for a moment is to get back into it immediately. <laughs> Fisto loves the fight. Uh, but Dibs <laughs> acts like a true Jedi and claims they need to help people first. You know, we talked about Thanks. that earlier. 
Uh, I said I love seeing Dibs refute Fisto's outlook on the war because he's constantly challenging the Jedi's way of thinking about war, and he makes a lot of sense. He does. This is all stuff that we were talking about while we were uh, doing the synopsis. So. Yeah. Issue four, we finally get to meet Mace Windu's master, Sizzlin Mir. That's cool. Yeah. We had no idea who that who Mace Windu's master was. We don't even know who Sizzlin Mir is. <laughs> we still don't know who she is, really. Did we she just die? Seen her once. Where Maybe. Is she? Who knows? She got Qui-Gon. She's coming back on the Kenobi show to let Obi-Wan know that Mace Windu didn't She'd die. She'd be mad old, though, dude. She's one of those green people. She might live for a really long time. Yeah, she, she's living in our house. Whatever they mad are. old. Mace Windu was like fucking, what, 15, 16 in that bit? On the flashback? Yeah. Yeah, so they're probably like 15 mad years old. apart. Yeah, <laughs> 15 she's years like later. 30, but then, 50, but then an extra, we don't know when that was. Sorry to all you 30-year-olds who are mad old. Yeah, dude, I call James old all the time. <laughs> they're both Jameses. I'm like, you're old. We're only like five years out. I know. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I wrote Drew sucked was kind of hoping Mace would kill him and have to learn his lesson from regret but it's cool to see the parallels between the end of that altercation and the end of his battle with Dibs Uh, and then Dibs giving his viewpoint helps us visualize why he would go on to become the 10th brother following Order 66 Order 66 Order 66 Uh, Palpatine would know of his disdain for the Jedi and likely manipulate him further to get him to join the Inquisitor yep so he do now for issue 5 my last notes I only have a couple on here uh, Rissa says Windu told her to save Master Fisto's life. Yeah, he knew Fisto would get overrun and he'd help. In your notes. What a guy. <laughs> Love it. He always watches his boys back. And then my <laughs> last note, I don't even talk about Dibs anymore after this. Well, he's gone for the most part. <laughs> I wrote, Rissa asks Mace if he was sure he made the right choice, and Mace says he doesn't need another Jedi questioning his methodology. He then goes on to claim that was a joke and that he's funny. <laughs> I, for one, would love to see more of this funny Mace Windu. Same. And that's comedian. all the notes that I have for the whole comic. Nice, man. I totally recommend it to anybody who is listening to the synopsis and likes Mace Windu and would like to learn more about him. Yeah. On Kindle, this cost me like eight fifty for every issue. Yeah, if you so, want to buy the graphic novel at a store, it's going to cost you anywhere between probably 12 to 20 bucks. Yeah, so it's really not hard to get a hold yeah. of these comics you get all five if you want to read them. So. so I'm a big fan of it. If I had to rate it out of 10, I'd probably give it a solid 7.5 or an 8. I'd give it a solid 7.5. There's some things I would have liked to see, but also some of it comes from them calling it Jedi of the Republic Mace Windu and not just Star Wars Mace Windu, because with the other Star Wars books, it's Star Wars Princess Leia, mm-hmm. Star Wars Chewbacca, Star Wars Han Solo. They had Jedi of the Republic because they wanted to do something, and they didn't. That's yeah. why I take a little bit of points off, because it's like, call Jedi Mace Windu. What are you doing? Yeah, the, even the Darth Vader ones, I think they're called Lord of the Sith. Well, Darth that, that, Vader, that's right? the third one, yeah. Which leads me to believe that maybe one day we'll get a Lord of the Sith Palpatine. Or a Lord of the Sith Darth cool. Maul. Yeah, well, Son of Death. Yeah, yeah that's what it but, is. But, yeah, I mean, that, coming up. dude, The Fallen Son, that would be a sick subtitle yeah. for a uh, Maul comic set after uh, set Order 66. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be Ooh. awesome. That's good. Post-Order 66 Maul. Yeah, hey, Marvel, write that down. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> the Fallen Sun, give it I to us. I do not have more Darth Maul content. What's going on? So, any closing statements you have to say before we dip the fuck out? Give us more Mace Windu content. That's that's pretty much it. Bring the guy back. <laughs> anybody, anybody who says Mace Windu is dead and not coming back, uh, I didn't see a body. <laughs> or a hand. Jedi can jump <laughs> super, super high and land on their feet with Even no problem. Even if they're pushed out a window, we've seen it happen. And I don't believe that there's no, like... Hang down beneath Palpatine's office window. There's got to be a ledge or yeah. a slant or something that he could fall into before one hand he just falls all the way down yeah. to the ground. Uh-huh. I don't buy it. I, I don't, don't buy it. that he falls all the way. Down. Uh-huh. You would su- you would think Palpatine's got a really high up office, especially from what we've seen outside of his window. Yeah. There's got to be more than just him going. Ah! 
you think no one would catch him? He wouldn't try to like like uh, Anakin or Obi Wan fly through the town and land on a flying car. Yeah, you remember, you remember when Anakin died? literally jumped out of the car, fell like a hundred feet, and then grabbed onto another one, and, and he didn't die? <laughs> Mace, why can't Mace Windu do exactly. that? Exactly. what I'm saying. Mace Windu's alive. That's what I'm saying. So, thank you guys for listening. You can hit follow the podcast at Farthest Galaxy on Instagram to keep up to date with the episodes as they're released and what we will be covering. You can follow me, Hunter, at Scruffy Moose Man, and Alex at the Dude Kenobi. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Go read Mace Windu. It's good. And may the Force be with you. And also with you.